This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. In 1935, as Franklin Roosevelt's New Deal saw an ambitious public works program to boost the U.S. economy out of depression, his administration approved a monument meant to celebrate the 18th century Western territorial expansion overseen by Thomas Jefferson, selecting a site along the riverfront in St. Louis, Missouri. So began the conception of the St. Louis Arch, which designates the so-called Gateway to the West, though the slow churn of bureaucracy combined with the ambition of the design meant construction wasn't completed until 30 years later, in 1965. Of course, there's another American arch that actually predates St. Louis's river-straddling steel rainbow. In 1940, brothers Richard and Maurice opened a restaurant in San Bernardino, California, and when they streamlined it into a hamburger stand and mechanized production to vastly increase service speed, it attracted SoCal car culture consumers in droves. In 1953, the brothers opened a location in Phoenix, Arizona, designed by architect Stanley Clark Meston in the eye-catching futurist Googie style of the era, now most famously seen in the Jetsons and Disney's Tomorrowland. To draw eyes from the highway, the location included building-spanning yellow parabolas, what would become known as the Golden Arches, which would become a signature structural element in future outlets. In 1955, traveling salesman Ray Kroc partnered with the brothers to franchise their concept nationwide. Recognizing that constructing restaurants with giant arches wasn't scalable, in 1962, the Golden Arches were retrofitted into a logo, joined to form an M standing for the brothers' and restaurants' name. It would be used for their signage, packaging, and marketing, becoming one of the most recognized corporate insignias in the world. Once the conniving croc infamously cut the founders out of their lucrative franchising agreement, forcing them to surrender control of their business, the logo and brand name would be all that remained of the brothers' pioneering contributions to fast food, as croc's stewardship grew it into the industry-leading behemoth it remains today. In the midst of exponential growth, Kroc's amoral min-max business philosophy led the company to minimize both food quality and worker compensation to maximize profit. But thanks in large part to aggressive marketing aimed at children who would become lifelong consumers, the chain's food has become a key part of the American identity, both at home and in perception from abroad. So perhaps the real gateway to the West is not the St. Louis Arch, but rather the Golden Arches associated with a Southern California-founded fast food franchise that's now ubiquitous worldwide. Its domestic outlets serving as makeshift community centers, its foreign ones embassies of America's chief export of global capitalism. This week on Doughboys, McDonald's breakfast. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, alongside my co-host, Ebenezer Splooge, the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. Okay. <laughs> that was courtesy of Elizabeth, whose name does not have a trailing H. So I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. At Elizabeth Steps on Twitter. If you have a roast you like me, use on Mitch at the top of the show, roastspoonman at gmail.com. So that, I'm like Ebenezer Scrooge, but I... 
I'm spoo. I'm I'm coming. So I'm I'm staying in my house and come. I, what is yeah, the it's point? Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty superficial. It's pretty <laughs> much right right on the surface there. Okay, you don't really need to dissect it too much. All right. Well, thank you. Merry Christmas to you, Elizabeth. I wanted to do something seasonal. There were there were surprisingly few seasonal options <laughs> in the roast spoon man inbox. I thought it's, this one was pretty good. Uh, since the the holidays, maybe you just don't do one. Oh, like I do something merry. I say like I'm like my gift to you is that I'm not going to roast yeah, you. Yeah, something like that. I did that for a whole month in October. Right, blessed. Fine, whatever. Nick George H W Bush put to rest today. I, I know a sad day for you. Great to bring that up right now. <laughs> Set the mood. I know that you always wanted to go before him, so that's why I. <laughs> I think it's a sad day for you. <laughs> if only I can pass before Bush, the senior. Uh, how are you doing, Nick? I'm doing well. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is our final Doughboys of 2018. We're we're heading towards the finish line. We have a good guest today, and or who literally just stood up from the table. <laughs> I think she's about we were, to. Leave. We were afraid she was about to leave. <laughs> All right, my Which... nose got a little dripping. <laughs> I'm gonna say howdy ho to Spoon Nation. I can't even look at my our guest. And here's a drop. Ugh, this sucks. <laughs> Mike, why are you being this way? Because I'm scared. He does it to himself. Can I be honest? Can I say something? Can I be honest? Can I say something that's gross? Please do. My penis feels weird. <laughs> it feels numb. It feels numb, but also, I don't, but then also, there's a burning. Howdy ho! All right, that's that. The audio from that, I was like, was that a live episode we did? But it, no, we recorded that at your place. It was, it was Chicken Nugget Power Hour. Yeah, but the audio seemed sort of weird there. I mean, well, it was just the way it was, was the mixed. Doughboy special. <laughs> <laughs> we recorded my big cavernous apartment. Right. Um, Nick, that was from another Mitch. At How Intensive on Twitter. Oh. Here's another drop for you. It's 33 seconds long, which is probably three seconds too long for the tyrannical stick in the mud you have for a co-host. Oh, boy. So Calm down, go. Mitch. Both of you. Uh, Mitch, let's introduce our guest. She's an actor and comedian from Rough Breaks the Internet mm-hmm. and I Love You, America with Sarah Silverman. All of season one is now streaming on Hulu. Sarah Silverman. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Nick. Hi, Mike. Hi. Thank you for doing this this show. A waste of your time. I, I, I It just is... I'm Can I say something, Mike? Yeah. I don't like the way you're talking about my friend, Mike. <laughs> I really don't. Okay. That was, I, I, I appreciate that. I, I, uh... That was like a message. Did you guys see that video of the prison break actor? I'm forgetting the actor's name, but he has this amazing video where he talks about, like, when my friend fucks up. I'm not like, you fuck up. You fucking idiot. This stupid fucking thing you did. But when I fuck up, that's what I do to myself. And so I learned to comfort myself in the same way I would comfort a friend. And I was like, oh, that's kind of profound. And that's nice advice. Yeah, I think totally. Should, I yeah. think Nick should take that advice about me. Shut up. <laughs> I play basketball with a guy named Jack. And if you didn't know his name was Jack, you'd be like... Who the fuck is this guy Jack, and why is this guy screaming at him all the time? Right. He, he'd go, "Come on, Jack! You're better than that, Jack!" You know, all through the thing, but he's talking to himself. <laughs> right. But you just go like, "Oh my God, who is this Jack? This guy fucking hates Jack." And yeah, it's that's his, weird. And it's himself. Yeah. And it's Jack Nicholson. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be a name. He's such a name. Oh, that's an old uh-huh. joke. I messed it up. What is the old joke? Uh, you know who's the biggest name dropper? 
Jack Nicholson. I had lunch with him the other day. Oh. <laughs> I like it. Not an old joke, a classic. It's a classic. Um, Sarah, you're from New Hampshire. You like mm-hmm. comedy, Nick, at all? It's uh, <laughs> it's growing on me. Okay, go ahead with the New Hampshire. Are you saying that because how has he not heard that joke? Well, no, I mean, he just he seems to hate comedy also. And no, I'm on board with comedy again. Um, <laughs> he's talking about changing fields and doing anything. What, what, what did you recently say you would do? You said you would move to some cabin or something. This was uh, off air. Yeah, that, I, that was a manifesto we're not supposed to discuss here. <laughs> that was an unrelated. That was my Project X. <laughs> I told you in secret. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I've had I've had moments where I've been disillusioned with uh, the, the the profession, as I th- I'm sure we all have, having worked in this field for a, a number of years. But uh, yeah, I, I'm settled into what I'm doing. Sarah, you, you hired uh, Nick on I Love You America. Mm-hmm. Any buyer's remorse when it comes to that? <laughs> <laughs> Be funny if I did, but I do not. No, he made mm. himself far too valuable. Mm. Interesting. You're in a good position, <laughs> Nick. I would. Uh, that's too too kind and uh, untrue. I will say that I, I in my job interview when I met you, I I'm famous for spilling. People listen to this podcast know this. I spilled in the interview. Like uh, it was like the first interaction. Like I went to. You may not remember this, but I went to shake your hand, and then I opened a water bottle, like a smart water bottle, and just like gushed water all over my my lap. And you said, ha ha, what an asshole. I did? <laughs> yeah. I think you pointed at me, too. You yeah, no, I on. wouldn't say ha ha without pointing. <laughs> Am I crazy? Uh, but that was my first impression. Um, but you're from, you're from New Hampshire, uh, I, and, and Mitch is also someone from New England. I'm curious, yeah, baby. Yeah. I'm curious, as MR engineer as well, I'm curious about your regional chain allegiance, specifically Dunkin' Donuts is the one that comes to mind. Do you have any? Do you have any regional chains of uh, uh, that are your favorites? Dunkin' Donuts is a great example. Mm. Um, their coffee alone is like a donut. It is. I mean, you want to get it light and sweet. If you're not going to get light and sweet, then don't go to Dunkin' Donuts. Go to some some place that makes you know where you have to train for six weeks. Yeah, Dunkin', Dunkin it, it's well when you order just a coffee, a regular coffee, it's at light Donuts, and sweet. It's yeah, it's basically <laughs> yeah. with cream and sugar. You say, but you say regular coffee. You don't say black coffee. Well, obviously, black you coffee is its own thing. Black you have to say black. You have to say. At least you coffee. used to have yeah, to say black it. coffee to get a black coffee back in the day. Right. Um, another regional. Oh, sorry, I mean to interrupt. What's happening? I was going to say another regional chain. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Papaginos. Yes. Papaginos. We've we've talked we've talked about this on the podcast. Interesting. Um, it's 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 going. Ba- it, it closed a bunch of stores. What is that? Dis- there's a distant phone, a uh, phone that does that belongs to none of us. You song. <laughs> <laughs> it's nobody's phone. Really weird. I saw when this came through. My phone's off. Did someone leave a phone here? Mitch, I think it's a good 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 ghost phone. Yeah. Say that Seriously. bullshit. So, uh, so, but Papa Gino's. Mm. The, tell me about mm-hmm. Papa Gino's. Papa Gino's is great. It was. It was. It's a great. Uh, it's a. It's a great pizza. So I went there as a, 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 my. I had a birthday there as a child. Every birthday there. Mm-hmm. Every birthday there. Mm-hmm. And, and they would have a pin the toppings on the pizza thing where you would uh, like a pin the tail on the donkey and then you would make. That sounds fun. You would make. Your, I was just talking to this about someone that you would because you could make your own pizza, and you they would take you in the back and they'd help you make your own pizza. And they're like, how about we put like you make like a smiley face or it? But I mostly liked cheese, so I would just you would just make a, a shitty cheese pizza, 
and then they would make you a better. But you got to they take you back there. You'd make it with the guy. It was That's great fun. Yeah, yeah. It's what I knew of Italian food. Papaginos, <laughs> right? It was Italian cuisine, right? Where where in uh, New Hampshire did you, uh, did you grow up? Or is that is that a weird? Should I not say that? Is, do you still have family what? there? You're you're riddled with second <laughs> guessing. I'm like hometown, Bedford, New Hampshire. Bedford, okay. Yeah. Wait, Bedford is uh is that near Lake Winnipesaukee? Or no? I mean, it's it's a you know I don't know an hour or something. Oh, okay. No, I I live closer to Boston than Lake Winnipesaukee. Oh, okay. Whoa. I live um I I we it's like between Manchester and Nashua and Lowell. Okay. Like you know where the fighter took place? Yes. It's twenty minutes from there. Yeah. Okay. All right. I know. I know. I know the. I know. Yeah. The Mitch knows where the fighter took place. <laughs> Not quite as rough. <laughs> I think. I think the fighter was filmed in his childhood home. Right. <laughs> Do I know someone from the fighter? Oh, uh, the fighter is uh, is what's his name? It's the uh, it's. I have met. I've met the guy. I've met the guy from. You've the met fighter. the actual fighter. Yes, I've met the fighter. Not Christian Bale, but the guy he portrays. Yes. Wait, yeah. not the Christian Mark Wahlberg portrays. Christian, Mark Wal- yeah, well, Christian, Christian Bale is the brother, right? The yeah. fuck up brother. Mm-hmm. Man, I love a good fuck up brother movie. I've met both. of How them. How fun are those? I met both those guys because they uh, one of them trained my friend Chris Triety for real. Whoa, that's really cool. Yeah, a tough, a, a, a stronger man than I. <laughs> You know, the professional boxer is a stronger man I, than I, you. I did. I I went to boxing once, and they were like, "All right, get on your tippy toes and like you go around the ring, like as a warm up. Uh-huh. Like, you just move around." And then I did it. I did one full circle around the ring, and I was winded, and I like couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> the easiest warm up, right? And I and I tapped out basically. It's tough cardio. I've never done any of that. Like MM, I, I I did a little bit of like Muay Thai when I was much younger, and I did some karate when I was a kid. But I have like it's been years since I've done any sort of of, of fighting stuff. Sarah, have you ever done any martial arts? No. Yeah, none at all. Not even like a boxing class. I took a boxing class. Got it. It was great. I was like, yeah. I'm going to do this every. I'm going. This is my new workout, boxing. And right. I, I had learned a little bit about boxing. And then I just never did it again. Right. No reason. Yeah. Most, most of what I know is from the fighter <laughs> for, for boxing. For me, it's Mike Tyson's punch out for NES. Mm. That's where I learned all my skills. Um, the, uh, uh, You're kind of like a Glass Joe kind of guy. <laughs> I actually thought I looked like Glass Joe. No, that's what time. I'm saying. You do kind of look like yeah, Glass Yeah, I kind of got Joe. his vibe. Hey, you know, if, they, if they're cast of the movie, uh, maybe I could uh, You could be my, the guy that he knocks out immediately. I'll throw in the my first hat round. in the ring. I'll get the <laughs> shit beaten out of me. Uh, by uh, Little Mac. Um, so, uh, so beyond from being from New Hampshire, one other thing about you is that you are Sarah, t- completely baffled and checked out at our references. <laughs> um, We're talking about Nintendo games from thirty years ago <laughs> that no one cares about. Uh, Do you, uh, as a, a, I know you're a vegetarian and a a long time vegetarian. I'm curious as to what was your original motivation. Have you ever strayed and? Uh, uh, how do you like how is e- uh, eating evolved over the years because I think being a vegetarian in 2018 in LA is probably there's a lot of places that are amenable to this but there were times in your life where maybe it was a little bit tougher what has that journey been for you the journey is I, I in Bedford New Hampshire we lived next to the like main farm that was not just produce but meat right and when I was six my dad took me to pick out our Thanksgiving turkey oh man and I he let me point to the turkey I wanted, and then the farmer Vic Villano just picked him, up, just chopped his head off. Oh my Jesus. god! And I, it, I couldn't believe it. And that's when I realized that that's what the turkey that we eat at Thanksgiving was. So then I didn't eat any turkey that night, and then it took me like another couple years 
to realize like Happy Meals was that and uh, other mm. meat, you know? Right. And so I just stopped eating it. And then we, I remember we were at Kentucky Fried Chicken and everyone was yelling out their orders. And then I just said, um, I, I'll have the biscuits. And then my dad took me to, sat me down at a little table for two in the front there. And he goes, all right, let's just admit that you're a vegetarian and figure out what you can eat. And that was it. Wow. That's think, so nice. Do you think he regretted at all taking you to see the turkey? I asked him, like, what were you thinking? Because I know, like, for a lot of people, it, you go one way or the other with it. Like, to him, it was like, ooh, fresh meat. Right. Mm-hmm. But I just was like, what were you thinking? And he always just goes, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> the name the name of the farmer, Vic Villano, that's that, that, that stuck with you really feels like that's such a flashbulb memory sort of detail. Well, I mean, they were our next door neighbors. So oh, the okay. Villano's farm is like, you know, you drive by and it says cukes, corn, you know, whatever they have for the day. And right. I was gonna say Vic Villano sounds like it's it sounds like if a it was bad an, guy if, from like a Crash Bandicoot game or something. I was gonna say if if, 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 if if the farm was an if it was a DreamWorks movie, right? He would he it would be Villano who would be the main guy. That's great. That's perfect. Did you ever see that movie Chicken Run? I did not. No, I like Chicken Run. It's like one of those. Uh, what, uh, what, the, what are the Wallace and Gromit guys called? It's the Wallace and Gromit guys, whatever they're called. Uh, but the uh, is but, this a top, is this a top three movie for you? Would you say not a top three movie? Top one hundred. <laughs> not top one hundred is even pushing it. It's a good movie. It's a movie I enjoyed. Well, you backed off of that like, <laughs> so hard. <laughs> Look, it was pretty direct to what you were saying. It's an animated movie about chickens escaping a farm where they're going to be slaughtered. Um, anyway, uh, 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 so, so you're a vegetarian now, uh, would, like, have you ever strayed at any point? Not on Not purpose. One time I was eating pizza and it, someone said, oh, there's hamburger. It was like hamburger, like under the cheese. Oh, and they I do that sometimes. Who the yeah. hell does, who, who, they do, they hide it under the pizza, I guess in like Detroit or something. I've seen that, but yeah, there's a place in Long Beach that they grind up the pepperoni and like put it in with the sauce. And so like, it's That's like, fucked up. yeah, it is a little fucked up. I'll also like, um, I try not to have any like gelatin cause that's so gross to me, but oh, yeah. I, I, w- I definitely go that route with NyQuil. I don't drink the liquid. I take the capsules, even though it's gelatin. Oh. Those have gelatin. The capsules are made with gelatin. It's I so gross. No idea. The liquid, the liquid is made with gelatin. The, no, the capsules. Oh, the capsules are made with gelatin. And I could just drink the liquid, but yeah. that's how much I don't want to drink the liquid. Oh, well, you hate the taste of it? Yeah. Huh, the right. green? Yeah, the green is very is too minty. I, I turn them into gel. I put them in my fridge and turn them into NyQuil shots, basically. In a mold? Is that true? <laughs> oh, no. that would be so genius. <laughs> you I, probably could do that. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I wonder if it would freeze. I kind of like the liquid. Like, I kind of like the... Oh, God, of the, course you do. ...the syrup going down, because it's, like, so thick and, like, throat coaty. I feel like that's part of the medicine. Yeah, I, I know you like that. It's like, well, do you guys like codeine? I kind of like codeine when you get syrup. You, like, you like drank, basically? No, not drank. I'm not saying I, I'm, I drink syrup. <laughs> I'm saying, like, I just have a prescription for codeine, and when my cough gets bad, I take a little a, a teaspoonful, a modest teaspoon. I've se- I've seen your cough before. You have you you have a a heck of a cough. So, uh, you, you you like really will you really will go at it when you I'm have a an, cough. I'm an asthmatic, and when I get like oh. bronchitis or something, it exacerbates it. It gets really bad. So yeah, uh, Mike. Dude, Jesus, sorry. 
<laughs> that was nothing you need to apologize for. But yeah, that's the reason I, I, I have such a a, a a worrisome cough when it when it gets agitated. Um. So uh. uh so have you ever found any trouble like when you were uh, you know when you were a kid when you were in in college when you were when you were starting out were, was there ever in, in stand up was there ever a period where like being a vegetarian was like man it's really fucking hard to find something to eat. I think no, because I eat cheese and eggs. Right, okay. And uh, I, so I mean, pizza, I can eat lots of, I mean, I I eat cereal and right. pizza. I mean, I'm not a hard, difficult vegetarian in that way. I, mm. I, I shouldn't probably eat this that stuff, but I'm not, I try to eat healthy, but, you know, now especially, but mostly I just like, I would just when I was growing up, I mean, when I was like coming up in New York, yeah. I would just eat pizza and cereal. I would mix flour, water, and sugar and put it in the toaster oven and ate oh, that. Man. That sounds fucking great. And it was. No, it wasn't like I was so poor I right. had to do that. It was, I loved it. <laughs> and like Entenmann's cakes. Right. Oh my God, Entenmann's. What, what, year, what years were you on SNL? I, I have, I have, I, because for me, a very interesting food thing, you're in. Lunch Lady Land. I am. I'm Chop Suey. You're Chop Suey. Yes. <laughs> uh, which is, to me, is uh, that's the, one of the coolest things. That's a, such a great, I mean, it's one of my favorite moments in my life, maybe. I, 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 I love Seeing that. Seeing Sarah's Chop Suey in the <laughs> Lunch Lady sketch. <laughs> How is that? Was that a, because that, that's one of the most famous food songs, Nick, that it there really is. is. You know, I'm going to be honest. I have no recollection of it. Really? I do know that I'm chop suey in it because people have told me. Yeah. And I mean, you're wearing like a bit. Yeah, you I'm have wearing like a, a whole costume. I, yeah. I guess I, I vaguely remember it, but I, I don't really remember it. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I, I love all his songs. His, he's great. I love his songs oh, too. Man. I'm a Sandler. Defender on, on Defender. On, well, a lot of people are mean to him. There is so there. There's, I feel like there's been some Sandler blowback. There's like there's like younger career. people. Uh, younger people. Now I sound like an insane, crotchety old man. But there there's younger. There, oh, you're getting there. There's a there's a younger generation who make fun. They they all give Sandler shit, and I think he's great. I love him. And I, and and, and I, but they don't understand that they're 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 uh, enjoying comedians who are. Wildly influenced by Adam Sandler sure. yeah. while they're shitting on him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I like—I don't know. I've said it before. I'll say it again. In Grown Ups Two, he throw, a shack throws a guy over a house. It's very funny. It is funny. There's a lot of funny stuff in his in his later movies, and I think people are really hard on his later. He's movies. a quality of—I I would say he's a quality of life guy. Like you know, he can make a—you know—he'll do punch drunk love, sure, here and there, something right. like that. But mostly, he likes to make stuff that makes. Him and his friends laugh with his friends. Right. And yeah. all of his friends are in all of his movies. And, like, it works for him. Yeah, I love it. Gotta respect it. Yeah, I respect it big time. Um, and also just, like, that Jewish song uh, of all the people who are Jewish. The and, Hanukkah song? And also, yeah, the Hanukkah song. And also just his fame has brought so much positive energy towards Jews where people did not like, <laughs> mm. you know, aren't prone to loving Jews. Mm. <laughs> May be a little more open to that at, at a time when now we're in a new time where right. people aren't crazy about Jews, but you know, yeah. growing up in New Hampshire, mm -hmm. you know, I, you know, where I like, 
I, I learned that Jews were cheap because kids threw like pennies at my feet when I'd get on the bus. Oh, it wasn't that bad. Like the same kid, Matt Italia, who did that, then he was like my boyfriend in third grade after. I mean, it, it they don't even know what it means, mm. you know, but I was like, what is that? And they're like, oh, because um, Jews are cheap. <laughs> yeah. But uh, stuff like that, you know, or like my friend's parents would always go like, what's New York like? Or are you from New York? And I'd be like, what's New York? I'm from here. But now as an adult, I realize, right, they just thought like, right. oh, Jewish people are from New York. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. New England was a, it was a different place back in the day, Nick. It is weird to think of that because it is like, you know, I think, I think New England gets, gets lumped in as part of like this coastal liberal bubble or uh, New Hampshire specifically, but but I think like there are parts of New England that are like it, just as there are parts of California that are yeah. like rural or like you know that 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 they aren't particularly diverse, and so it, it is like a, a a different sort of chunk of America than I think people have this perception of. You know, New Hampshire is not liberal for the most part. No, it's right? Republican. No. Emma's from, Emma's from New Hampshire as well. You are? Mm -hmm. Wait, have we talked about this? I don't know. I grew up in Exeter, so not oh, not too Exeter. far from you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. You weren't yeah. as excited when I was from I'm from Quincy, Mass. No, I was. I love Quincy because I love the soft S. <laughs> it's a we 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 pronounce it bad. We pr pronounce it wrong. We we say Q, we pronounce it with a Z. Yeah, you've really no one. You've really like gotten it. on me before because I say I'll say Quincy like uh, yeah, you don't Quincy say that Jones way. or you know uh, jo it's actually John Quincy Adams, not John Quincy Adams. Even though the town is his namesake, no, but, right? No, but the he the family pronounced it Quincy. Oh, they did. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, asshole. I did not I, know that. I thought that was just classic, like Boston accent. I thought so too. That's fair. yeah, like. Uh, Oh, I don't know what I was going to say. It just went right out of my head. I'm so afraid of going senile. I'm so scared. I feel like it's creeping up on Nick me. Nick and I have talked about that already. My and, brain and has gotten worse. Yeah. Do you guys, I, I've started, I've noticed I start, I mutter now. I didn't used to mutter. <laughs> and I just mutter? Like, yeah, I just like, I'll, I'll be walking someplace and I'll just be sort of saying like, 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 uh, that's not what I would do. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to go someplace. So, like, I'm just like. Like I'm, Milton. Yeah, yes, and I really. He's turning into Milton from office <laughs> yeah. space. And I was like, oh, wait, I'm muttering and I can stop myself. But it's like a second, it's like unconscious for a second. <laughs> before, it's, it's really strange. Weigert does have his red stapler on the table. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I was gonna say. It wasn't yeah. that good, but let's hear it. No, just like with the town I'm for Manchester, where I where the school was. Mm -hmm. um, everyone, it's very French Canadian, mm -hmm. but it's like all the French is taken out of it, right? Mm -hmm. So yep. it's like Shelley Bienvenue. <laughs> and you know Lisa Bedad, right? You know, and yeah. like just with a very like uh, Bostony accent. You know what I think. I think Manchester should be renamed Person Chester. Oh, you know what? Boy. Thanks. You're such an ally, <laughs> oh, Mike. Oh, boy. Oh, God. It's, it's, you're, you're, it's like your uncle has a little too much wine and makes that joke. Sarah, uh, the uh, uh, as, as someone who's Jewish or, uh, and grew Keep up it Jewish. Down. <laughs> All right, sorry. You know, I wrote, I, for a spoof miss, I, I did the. He, you know, he has the Hanukkah song. I did the Christmas song where I named old people that were Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> I like you did just said spoofness with no context for anybody. Yeah, right, like it's just fair. known nationwide. <laughs> but do you oh, think yeah, anyone hears spoofness and goes, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably about uh, 80 pedantic Twitter commenters will, <laughs> what's spoofness? 
Um, yeah, the, uh, the, uh, uh, so like you, you grew up Jewish. Uh, uh, I, I know you're not practicing now, but as someone who's immersed in the culture and it is the Hanukkah season, do you have any, any Jewish American treats, any, any food of, of sort that like you're a fan of potato pancakes? Latkes. Yeah. I like a latke, but I mean, it's there. Like if I'm going to eat greasy, deep fried food, I mean, it's Mm. just like the hash brown from McDonald's or like, that's what. Wait, Ladkas. Yeah, that's what they are. They're they're exactly like hash, McDonald's hash browns. Right. Yeah. You know, I like to like if I'm gonna like really eat something shitty, it's probably gonna be something else. But I like them all right. Uh, Wait, am I confusing Ladka? You know, that's right. That's no, not yeah. a potato Ladka. I'm thinking of Kanish. Jewy food. I like straight up matzah with butter. Oh, mm. interesting. Yeah, I could do that. I could do that too much. Can you do a matzo ball soup? Because it's also that pasty stuff I like, like the way I would eat flour and water. Can you do matzo ball soup with vegetable broth or something? Yes. It's so weird that matzo ball soup is made with chicken stock because that makes it not kosher, I think. Oh, interesting. But that's always made that way. Yeah. But if if I get it from Manischewitz brand... It's not. It's a. It's, veg, a ve- it's vegan or oh, it's vegetarian. Right. It has eggs, you know. But and so I love it. I love it. There's a place in LA that has a really uh, has a vegan Reuben, and I'm trying to remember where it is. Um, Real Food Deli. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah, that, that's probably wrong. it. That's probably it. I'm pretty positive. What, Nick, do, they, I, what do they do with a vegan Reuben? Is it just like a fake meat? Yeah, I think it's fake just a, meat, yeah. fake cheese. Yeah, but it's still like a it's a it's a pretty a, a close simulation of the the real thing. I've never tried one oh, before. Interesting. I always go full Reuben. Um, Nick and I have a critique of Hanukkah. Uh huh. Go on. The first night, let's air this out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, thanks for attaching my name to this. You agreed with me. I brought I do this. Agree I brought you. this up yesterday. The first night, Evan Susser, who's a friend of the podcast, sent us a picture of them lighting the menorah. And well, it wasn't his menorah. It was uh, wrestler David Starr. His oh, menorah. that's right. It was Ooh. wrestler David Starr's menorah. Yeah. Um, uh, you on the first night of Hanukkah, you should just write, light the one. It should just be one uh, candle that is lit. There are two candles lit on the first night. I know. I'm, 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 that's that's our yeah. critique, though. I can help you here. <laughs> the one middle one uh-huh. that's higher than the other ones. Yeah. I don't know what the symbolism is or anything like that, but that's like a. Uh, what you light the candles with. Mm. Yes, so no. you're not just lighting it with a match or whatever. Mm-hmm. You light that's the that's the match. That's right. not doesn't count as a candle. And that and that was that represents the eight days or eight yeah, nights. No, or whatever. I don't know. But but I'm saying My parents not? were atheists. Oh, are, okay. athe- are and were. So I you know, we didn't really we did light this thing because it's like a fun thing to do with your kids. And, yeah, that seems you know, fun. But a big ceremonial light of the first candle seems fun to me. That's that's my Hanukkah critique, critique where you could you do the one candle first. Yeah, what is that first candle lighting like? Is that just kind of informal? Or I sorry, it's not the candle, whatever the thing is called. The candle. Oh, the the one you light. I'm just one. trying to put it in a perspective that makes him understand it. <laughs> right. It is two candles. Yes, it's two candles, but the one middle candle is the one that you light the candles right. with, so you don't mm. count that as a day. So that's not the, okay, the ninth holder, this is the one in the middle, it's called the shamash, apparently. Oh. So that one, but is there any ceremony <laughs> involved with lighting that, yeah. do you remember? There is. Oh, just when you do the whole lighting of it, you sing this thing, Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Elohat Adonai Echad, no, Adonai. Right. Is that right? Uh, 
And then you say something like Baruch Atah Adonai Elheinu Melcholom Asher Kedushan Abramizvah Tavitzivano Lahar Lignar Shel Hanukkah. I can't believe I know that. I don't know wow. why I know it. I don't know what it. <laughs> oh, and it means Blessed Lord our God, King of the Universe, who let us light the Hanukkah lights. It's basically not. It doesn't say a lot. Hmm. I, I, I like. I like that. All right. Then I'm, then I'm okay with it. I'm fine with it. I just wanted more ceremony from the middle candle. That's all. Mitch. I mean, you know what you could do is the night before the first yes. night of Hanukkah, mm. light that middle candle. That's right. That's true. I like that. So it's just already pre-lit. You don't have to worry about it. Mm-hmm. All right, we fixed this millenniums-old religious tradition. Who do I have to tell? Who, I, who do I have to tell about this to make it to put it into effect? Um, Jewish Pope. <laughs> the Jewish Pope. It yeah, sounds like. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> can you hear Mary's wheezing? I can feel it. Mary, She's your dog like- sitting on your lap. I can't. I can't hear it on the microphone. Yeah. Is she? Did she have some sort of breathing obstruction? Yes. So I can feel it. She's like, my cat's Wally. My cat has he 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 can breathe a little heavy. Maybe it's just the L.A. air or something. I don't know. Maybe these pets are just reacting to being around a bad podcast. (laughs) The show sucks. Yeah, it's like our equivalent of a. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which we also hear a lot of. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So Sarah, you're you're also a, a a teetotaler. Uh, you you you're not someone who drinks alcohol. Has this always been a practice? Did you have a point where you're just sort of like, eh, I'm 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 done with alcohol? I mean, I've definitely tried several occasions. Like, right. My college aged years, when my friends were in college, I would I would drink beer. Mm-hmm. You know, chug it down, get it down. One time, I got really drunk from it at Phoebe's mm. in the Bowery. Okay. East Village. And I remember walking down the street. We were walking to our weed connection on St. Mark's. And I was like... Very cool. I felt like a king. I felt like like I just had this... I loved this feeling of right. being drunk so much. And then we went to our weed dealer and we smoked a blunt. And I threw up all over the oh. uh, back area there of their rec- record store. Oh, man. And um, The combination they, of the two is never... That's never good. Yeah, no. and then uh, they had a pit bull, and they just brought it in, and it ate it. Oh, my God. That's how they cleaned it up. And you know what they, I think? Like, just p- carried me into a cab. You know what I'm thinking? I got to get myself a pit bull. <laughs> I mean, it's so gross. <laughs> Sounds like kind of a Roomba situation. And the, I'm going to be honest. The pit bull seemed to love it. <laughs> I mean, I bet. I'm using hog heaven. But, yeah, I mean, I've, I've drank stuff like pina colada, like a frozen pina colada. Be, sure. Oh, this is delicious. Mm-hmm. For a while, I could have a, uh, um, what's the one that is, it's such an old lady drink. It's like grapefruit juice, vodka, and... Uh, a Greyhound? No. No, a not Paloma? a Cape Cotter, not a, uh, it has cranberry juice and oh. grapefruit juice and vodka. Um, sea Breeze. Yeah. A Sea Breeze. Okay. Sea Breeze. Sea Breeze. And I would Cape drink, type of drink one and be wasted. Oh, but wow. it always ended up with me being very nauseous. And right. So it just never was worth it. Yeah, if it's not a pleasant experience, I mean, why bother? Yeah. Um. So so what do you, like, Like, let's say you go out to a nice restaurant, you go out to get a nice Italian dinner or something like that. Like, what is your Papa beverage Gino's. of choice? Uh, <laughs> you go to Papa Gino's. <laughs> I like a nice ginger ale. Oh, with, a ginger uh, ale. some drops of bitters in it. Ooh. That's nice. I, isn't it? You can kind of booze it up a little, like you like make like make, make it kind of like a mocktail. That's fun. Nick, you're kind of like the opposite of a teetotaler. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like 
booze? I do like to drink alcohol, but Mitch Mitch tries to act like I'm a functional alcoholic. He's shaking have a, basically right now. I don't have the DT shivers. Um, I have a uh, no. I, I I get I I like an occasional alcoholic drink. Mm-hmm. I'll take I'll I'll take like a bourbon or a glass of red wine to calm my nerves at the end of the day. I've had moments where I've had a little too much the, to drink, like a lot of people. And the start of the day, I don't come to work <laughs> lit up. I don't dr- I don't drink in the. Oh, sometimes I'll have like if it's like a fun day. If it's like a I'll have like a brunch day, a drink, but I actually don't like being drunk during the daytime. On season three of I Love You, Mark, you should get a breathalyzer for Nick in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> See if he registers. Mitch, you outdrink me when we go on to sort of drinking situations. You you outdrink me by a, a good margin. Nick was just on a, a power hour where um he he told me he 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 texted me and said that he drank was it six beers in the hour yeah it's it's uh, we you drank one shot of his our buddy john gabris's podcast high and mighty we did a uh, we did a power hour we had drink one shot of beer every minute for one hour which totals up to i think if you do the ounces it's like five beers in one hour it's a lot of liquid and you drank about six beers and you texted me that and i think i i had done the same thing without a some show yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just did it on your own you also admitted on that mm-hmm. that you fucked an apple all right we don't need to get into oh. this oh <laughs> Oh, I would love to hear about that. This was like, it was when I was uh, I was a kid, and I uh, was reading that, did you know, have you read that book, Tropic of Cancer? It's uh, a Henry Miller book. It's I like, just bought it, oddly. Weird. There's yeah. a, it, it's like a very, it's like all first person, and it's autobiographical, and it's got some very ribald sections, um, including a part where, he t- where uh, some, a friend tells him about, like, fucking an apple, and says it'll drive you wild for a couple weeks. Uh, so I tried it, and... I mean, it's I probably the apple I chose was too mealy, um, but uh, I just, I, it was I it was just it was not pleasant. Apple, there's so many other things to fuck. I ch- I was <laughs> you fixing, core it, you know, vertically like the core. You had to core, and actually, this was a little because I had to kind of trace around the perimeter with a knife, <laughs> oh my God. which was a little perilous. And in hindsight, I shouldn't have done that. I should have like traced a ring with a pen. And then done it with a knife separately. I like this. This will be a lot of first-time listeners to the podcast, right. <laughs> and they'll be hearing this story of how you fucked it now. But didn't did, you said that? Didn't you say that you 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 it broke apart as you finished and you felt yeah, like I was, a king? Or I was something? too. Abu- I like like as I was approaching my final thrusts, I Ugh. like. I, yeah, I hit it with enough intensity for it to break into three separate pieces. Wow, that yeah. does feel. That must feel pretty good. I does. mean, it's yeah. I got a question. Did you eat it? No, I didn't eat the. I didn't eat the fuck apple. I threw it away. I just like the inside of an apple is not particularly viscous at all. That it wasn't. It's not the best choice of fruit, and it's odd that the that that's the one they specified. But I wanted to try it. You, you deseeded it, and then you filled it back up with seeds, huh? <laughs> yeah, look at that. That was good. Um, so as a so so you don't drink alcohol, but you are a uh, you are a fan of uh, the drug uh, marijuana. Mm-hmm. And as a a marijuana enthusiast, just like me, buddy. Oh fucking Jesus! Um, <laughs> do, you, do you know that Nick he can't he's smoked multiple times and like has barely gotten high because he can't 
What do you? You can't swallow the smoke. What is your deal? You can't inhale the smoke into you. There's some weird thing. I just have trouble. I just don't quite register as high for whatever reason. I don't know. I've tried it with the vape. The vape I can get. The vape I can get in. The smoke I can get in. Like I, I mean, I used to smoke cigarettes, so I know how to get smoke you into did? my lungs. Yeah, for a brief period. It was a very bad idea. You. Yeah, I was like, I was, I was like 20, 21, and then I quit after like six months. Oh. Um, but uh, uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah, I just I don't feel the high effect that much. Also, part of it is like when I have marijuana, it's usually in combination with alcohol. So I, I, I got to isolate it at some point and just sort of see what that's like. Um, but uh, which I, we did a little bit. I did a little. We had John Gabris on. I messed around with it a little bit. I felt something. Wait, you're saying that you've always been you've always had drinks when you've smoked marijuana. It's usually like a party situation oh, okay. where like someone's got a joint they're passing around and yeah. I'm getting look anyway. This is this is a t- this is a, a, a side thing. Uh, the uh, uh, so I know you're someone who likes marijuana. <laughs> Do you like what do you how, how do you approach uh, like are you someone who's a who who likes edibles at all? How do you like to consume it? I do like edibles, but I need to like really plan it out right. know exactly like and uh, the amount to take and mm. you I used to say like I couldn't have like planned the next day like you know Oh, interesting. But, but um now I've I feel like I've fine-tuned it enough that oh, look Mary's licking her asshole. Oh, there she goes. Yeah, she's really going for it. Oh, she's standing, lifting a leg, and licking her asshole. Nick knows that move. <laughs> All right, calm down. <laughs> and now, now she's just looking. She's just staring right at us. Like, yeah, yeah I did that. <laughs> <laughs> so I, because I've never had, yeah. I've never had edibles. Uh, like, like, what is the why? Why is it such a thing that that can be debilitating? Why can't it like knock it's, you out? It's fantastic. I mean, I've got edibles in my kitchen there that is like, it's so strong. It's a chocolate. Like you can only eat the tiniest little bite of it. Mm, right. And then once it, like I'll have it at night and then it will hit me and I'll be like, oh my God. You know, I, I never really got uh, over that fun, like uh, it's happening. You know? <laughs> uh, for some reason, right before you feel it. And I feel this way with, I haven't had a hallucinogen in a very long time, but I always felt this way with hallucinogen hallucinogens did i say that yeah 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 is right before you get high you have the thought uh i'm not high yeah oh interesting and that's but it's that thought comes into your head right as it takes hold and and then you go whoa yes that's it's it's always i don't i don't do any of that i I don't i used to all the time and i and i used to do stuff like that but i i can't do them anymore but i have a funny story about Dave Ferguson, <laughs> we went to a show. Head writer for the for Sarah's show. Head writer for Sarah's show. He, I mean, Davis seems like a good old boy. He doesn't seem like, and so we got these. Well, things. not a good old boy good in the old southern boy sense. Is a very, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. That well, is a very specific guy to do. Uh, we. It was the four. He's, he seems like a good boy. He seems like a good boy. It was the four twenty show at, yeah. at at UCB. And uh, we got there was like Listerine edibles that were like, li- Ooh, and Dave those are strong, and they all melted. To- so Dave took him back to his to his house where he lived with all the birthday boys, and uh, he uh, and he took them, but they had melted together. Oh wow! And then uh, he told so Kate, this is supposed to be like ten doses, and it's like merged into one. And he told Kate that he had to go to the hospital. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> The first, I, I, when I got, I first got those, those were like the first things that came out, like when stores opened and yeah. stuff. And I gave one to Rob Schraub. Yeah. And I hadn't tried mine yet. And then I got all these texts from Rob, but they were from his now wife, Kate, who was like, 
this is Kate writing into Rob's phone. He wants me to tell you that it's dangerous and don't do it. And like, I guess he was freaking out and oh, having wow. a similar experience. But I find half of one of those is a delight. Uh, even even just the thought of that it gives me a panic attack. I can't even. The one time I had some with when I was dating, oh, Kyle Dunnigan, mm-hmm. uh-huh. who was the year before you. And um, we both ate edibles in New York, and then we went out to a nice uh, dinner. And he maybe had wine with it. And I never think to say, like, I think if you mix it, it's too much because right. I don't know. Yeah. And we were sitting there, and he just went out of nowhere. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I go, what is it? He goes, I- I'm not okay. I- I- I'm not okay. And I said, um, Mary's you want to wait out- is, She's oh, reacting I'm like sorry, you're saying, Mary. I'm not okay. Aww. I'm fine. I was just <laughs> pretending, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, I said, do you want to go outside and I'll, uh, you know, take care of the, I'll deal with everything here. And he right. goes, yeah. So then I, I walk outside and he's lying on the sidewalk face down. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, Kyle, are you okay? And he goes, people are just walking by me. I go, I know. And then I, <laughs> I got him up on, the, on a bench and then I flagged down a cab and the cab stopped and I start helping Kyle walked towards the cab, and the cab driver sees Kyle and just leaves. He was like, <laughs> wow. no way, because it looked like he was maybe drunk or something right. and throw up. But once I got him back to the hotel, he was okay. <laughs> Man, that sounds like a nightmare. That's what, because every time I've, I've heard so many edible stories like that, and it just scares me off. And I also hear, like, too, like, here's my thing about edibles. If, if it's like, a, the people like, a, it's like a cookie, and there's mm-hmm. like, oh, you should only have, like, an eighth of that cookie. The one cookie should be the size of the edible. Like I make it, make this like like if it's like a fun sized candy bar you get for Halloween, that should be the, the 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 dosage. You shouldn't have to do some sort of math to like carve it into thirds. I I I'm just gonna say that I don't think you should ever eat edibles. I probably won't, especially because you started you've started to mutter to yourself. <laughs> I disagree. I think a five milligram edible mm-hmm. could be you might really love. If that's like a low dosage. Yeah, like one of the blueberries. Like a Emma is nodding along. <laughs> Right, the blueberries are the best. Okay. Um, Maybe I'll give a blueberry parents, a go. My parents have like them. Whoa, very cool. I think my parents have smoked more weed than me. I think that's probably... They were like hippies. I, I'm certain they've smoked more weed Nick's than me. I met Nick's parents at... Uh, we did a live show in San Diego. I met Nick's parents. And my brother. And your, and your brother. Mm-hmm. Your, your cooler bro, older brother, Nate. My brother's an alpha male. He, he's an alpha male. Yeah. And he and he was like, "Bro, that show was awesome." I was, and, and and I I loved him. I I, I was very excited. Yeah, to, you guys you guys get along better. We, than we, 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 we got along great. What does he do? Uh, he works for Amazon. Hmm. Um, <laughs> did he like your monologue? Uh, I don't know if you saw it. Of course he did. What, <laughs> <laughs> what am I saying? But I also liked that uh, you spent about the same amount of time with your family as I did. <laughs> And you, he was Nick treats he treated his family like he would treat us after a show. Where he's like, I gotta take off after like three minutes. He was gone. We had to drive back to San Diego that night. It was or to drive back from San Diego to LA that night. It's like mm-hmm. a two hour drive. I was sleepy and it was very late. But I, I but I, I I'm seeing my fa- and I'm seeing my family very soon again anyway for a a, a holiday gathering. Oh, in so three was, weeks for Christmas, you're saying? Very soon. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's like I was like another meetup was two weeks away. So we said we said hellos. <laughs> It was nice. I would have liked to have spent more time with him, of course. 
But yeah. Are you sure? You, Except your yeah. brother. <laughs> I like my brother. We his get bro- along. His brother rules. We get along famously. The Alpha I, Wire. He I should be in comedy. He, Nate, you should be in comedy. Nick should be, I don't know. He should be dead. He should be <laughs> buried in the same coffin as George H.W. <laughs> so beyond, the, so, uh, beyond ed- edibles, what everyone associates with marijuana food-wise is the munchies. Do you have a munchies go-to? Oh, gosh. Um, yeah. I like to make myself popcorn and i make it perfectly hmm. wait give everyone your popcorn recipe because i know we i know we have some listeners will be interested i will and i will tell you that i learned this from on youtube so it's not like some original thought right but uh i put like a, a tablespoon of olive oil or a grapeseed oil i use now mm. whatever oil you like and then here's the trick three kernels only only three kernels, and you put it on a six. Don't even take it out. That's the only heat you're gonna need, six. Mm. You wait for those kernels to pop, then you take it off the heat, add the rest of the kernels, like two thirds of a cup, and keep it off the heat for 30 seconds. What this uh, does is it forms an equilibrium of the heat in Mm. the kernels. Then you put it back on the heat, Five minutes later, you got every kernel popped. I love it, and also now we don't have to. You don't have to go through every YouTube video there ever. We got the. That's good. That's it's going to be hard to find that recipe, anyways. Yeah, log off of YouTube. You don't know one thing. You're watching a popcorn tutorial. Next thing, it's auto playing a Ben Shapiro monologue. (laughs) (laughs) We'll take a break. We'll be back with more Doughboys. Hey, Mitch. I feel like during the summer. Pretty much everything I'm doing outdoors is making me thirsty. Yeah, I'll tell you what the issue is. That blasted sun. Curse the sun. Curse the sun. Giver of life, but also... Giver of heat. Giver of a dehydrator-in-chief, I'd call it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Summer requires extraordinary hydration because of the sun. You know it's like built for everyday dehydrating moments. Yes. The moon is cool. <laughs> Moon's real cool. When the moon the is out... out. There's never, never a, a doubt. doubt. The, the moon, moon is cool. <laughs> and when the sun's up high, you can't deny it's gonna be hot, 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 hot. Anyways, I think that we've expressed that the sun gets you hot in the summertime. And the moon keeps you cool. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. Mm-hmm. With three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Wags, that's right. And you know what? It's so easy to just tear open a packet of Liquid IV, pour it into a cup, mix it up with some ice cold water, and drink it down. My favorite flavor, strawberry. It's a hydration multiplier. That's right. Gets you even more hydrated, and it's easier to stay hydrated while traveling. And you know what, Mitch? We like the taste. I love the taste. And you know what? I love that I'm getting all those uh, electrolytes and I'm not getting filled up with sugars. Yeah. I love the th- I love the smell too, and it helps you out, not just while traveling, but after a big night out. You know what I mean. Come on. I Come can- on. <laughs> the moon is cool. Cool, cool, cool. The moon is cool. Cool, cool, cool. Tear, pour. Live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. 
And Wise, it's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and now sugar-free. We got white peach, wow, green grape, wow, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. That's right, Wags. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DOUGHBOYS at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DOUGHBOYS at liquidiv.com. I love Liquid IV. You know why? Why? Because it's cool. Cool, cool, cool. And the sun is hot, hot, hot. hot. Spoon Man, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus... They'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. Well, Wags, we, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Wags, what's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? A lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. Welcome back to Doughboys. We're here with Sarah Silverman at last covering McDonald's mm. breakfast. breakfast. We got you. Pranked. <laughs> totally pranked. 
We got them good. Why did we do? Why do we do this? Why do we mislead people? Let them think it was a full McDonald's review, and we're just doing breakfast. It, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Good. We wanted to hemorrhage listeners. <laughs> um, Sarah, Sarah, I, I want to say something quick. Go ahead, Mitch. I, I, I came in. I, I came in for uh, for I love you, America. Oh, you can you can move that. We we, we rustle around with them all the time. Um, I came in for I Love You America for to uh, for the retreat, the re- yes! for the retreat, uh, and then everyone was like, "This guy can't be around people. Let's get him out of here." But that's uh, not true <laughs> at all. This was prior to the, to the first season. They have a lot of shows have like a writers' retreat. Well, they'll mm-hmm. bring the new writers all in and some other people just to sort of like hang out a little bit and get to know each other. But interesting fact, I told you this before. I found out that Osama bin Laden was killed from you. Whoa! On stage. That's right. Mm-hmm. You told you told a crowd of people to go back to the earlier in the episode uh, with George. But I'm not relating the two of them. I, rest in peace. To, oh God! <laughs> you did this to yourself. I did this to myself. Forget everything I just said. But I heard I heard that he uh, that he he had been killed through uh, through you on stage, which is a very like uh, that's like one of the the do you remember where you were moments. Yeah, I always remember because it was like 8.05 or something, and I looked uh-huh. on Twitter, and it said it, and I went on stage, and I, I said it, but um, what I didn't realize was I had I had an app called Twitter that I did my Twitter from at the time, and you could, mm-hmm. you could like, time out. You could um, pre, like, schedule tweets. Right. And I had, for some reason, scheduled a tweet for, like, 8.15. So, like, well, everyone's just... Only talking about Osama bin Laden. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm like, "Why are my dogs' poops come out cold?" <laughs> <laughs> that could have been worse. Um, I don't know why that was scheduled. But. <laughs> it was a different time. People didn't really know what Twitter was back then. <laughs> the uh, the uh, that's like so. This was the equivalent. This was like you you were basically John Cena at Extreme Rules, announcing it to the crowd. Except you were at the UCB Theater. Like on a sh- doing a show telling he, he 90 people. It, yeah, that's right. He did. Yeah. John Cena announced it. Every, the Rock had the info early. Like he told everyone on Twitter, like something big's coming. Just so you know, like he, he announced oh, it before, like the president did. What I was, a, I remember. A bizarre thing. It was so weird. I was, this is, this is like very dumb, but I was at a, I was coaching an improv rehearsal when I found out. So I was like, it was like the nerdiest, dorkiest, lamest possible thing. Like I was the person paid to watch people do improv in a living room <laughs> so they could practice. So they get reps for on stage. And we're just about to start the start. We're just about to do a practice show when one of the guys, uh, uh, Clay Larson actually got a text and was like, was like, guys, Osama Bin Laden just got killed. And they're like, all right. And then, and then I had them do a Herald. <laughs> Weird moment in time, which they will maybe maybe they won't remember where they were because that sounds like yeah. a terrible moment. <laughs> yeah, they all lie about it. <laughs> oh yeah, it was at the movies. <laughs> um, so uh, so I Sarah was fucking an apple. <laughs> <laughs> it's like anything less embarrassing. <laughs> so did you, uh, did you did you do you have a did you fuck a, a celebration apple or no? <laughs> I did it once when I was seventeen. Probably so also far. still too old. Yeah. If you go to if you go to a Ralph's in Santa Monica, they are Appleless. <laughs> <laughs> I would say try like I remember seeing something online about a grapefruit. That yeah. yeah. 
That that yeah. like, I mean something something I mean I'd worry about the citrus stinging, but yeah, I but think that's oh, if you Jesus. have open cuts, right? Which he does. <laughs> I guess your penis hole. <laughs> yeah, that would. That's what I would worry about. Anything gets in there, it can be uh, can be perilous. Um, God, even even just water, apparently. Hey, I've cast. I've passed a kidney stone before. You know this. Yeah, I do know that. I passed a kidney stone with Harris. We went to Coachella, and he threw his back out, and I passed a kidney stone. Wow. It was terrible. Real double whammy. It was a terrible experience throughout the the entire thing. It was bad. it was awful. But how was DJ Shadow? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking knocked it out of the park. <laughs> uh speaking of Harris, yes. His one of his favorite we both knew the the lad. Yes. Uh we were we were friends with him. One of his favorites we, we, we've talked about this before. He probably would have done McDonald's. He would have done. He liked a Taco Bell. He liked Taco Bell. But he loved he, McDonald's was, I think, I, his, a two cheeseburger meal and, and uh, McNuggets. I mean, he also ate like shit. Right. He, he really ate terribly. Uh, he did. And also his idea, of, I remember like, we, I went over his house one time and he, he was exercising and, and he was riding his bike down the hill and then walking it up. And I was like, what? What is, what is this? What is this exercise? He, he just was like riding his bike down almost like there's no, you don't pedal. You right. know what I mean? You just, it's like riding a, it's like riding a Disney ride. And he went down the hill and then would walk it up. And that was his workout. It's like what a kid would do on their street for fun. Yeah. Just coast downhill and walk it back up. Yeah, that's top. what sledding is. Right. <laughs> that's sledding. Yeah, he was basically sledding. Yeah. He was West Coast sledding. Uh, but he loved, He was a big fan of McDonald's. We probably would have had him on to do McDonald's at some point. Uh, and that's all. I just want to bring him up. That's his dad's name right there. Yes. Up on your Allison. wall. Yeah. Very cool. There's an episode where we had a, a mayor um, got impeached because he got caught doing coke off of a gerbil's tits and you can see in the picture that's <laughs> him doing it. I named him Mayor Ellison Whittles. Uh, he was a great guy and he loved McDonald's. I remember after a big comedy show, he brought back a bunch of like cheeseburgers. Were you there, Nick? You didn't go, obviously. Yeah, I didn't hang after the show. <laughs> you didn't go. A bunch of cheeseburgers and nuggets and stuff. Always a great, I think it's always to this day, a great a real crowd party pleaser yeah. yeah show up with some mcdonald's or taco bell you'll make you'll be friends with everybody yeah. so uh, sarah i'm i'm, I'm curious because you know mcdonald's is a uh a, a, an american icon um i'm curious about your general thoughts on mcdonald's outside of breakfast and also too i know that uh your uh your dad has an affinity for mcdonald's chocolate shakes yeah i'm curious about your take on that um I'm, i also enjoy a mcdonald's chocolate shake um who does? They're great. Yeah, you'd have yeah. to be un-American, I guess. Mm-hmm. To uh... I prefer vanilla. Yeah, oh, I like to put God. my French fries in my vanilla shake. I do like to do <laughs> that. I think that is delicious. <laughs> I said it with a voice. So you can belittle anything. Oh, you plant a tree in Israel. <laughs> I like that too. Um, what was the question? What? How do you feel about McDonald's in general? And and right. uh, how about the shakes? Well, I grew up loving McDonald's and, of course, the Happy Meals. I think I re- Happy Meals started when I was little. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that was always exciting. Right. There's a toy involved. They're great. They have um, apples as an option now, which I think is bullshit. Well, because in case Nick wants to fuck it. All right. <laughs> I'm not getting a meal for a child and then fucking the side. Let's take it easy. Which child are you getting it for is the question. <laughs> 
They're apple oh. slices anyway. It wouldn't work. Yeah, they're apple slices. That is true. Is that why you have masking tape in your car? <laughs> All right. Oh, this is one of my favorite stories. My sister, um, my oldest sister, Susie, who is now a rabbi, she, um, when she got her license, she was so excited she wanted to drive. So she took me, so she, I was probably, I was nine. Mm. And um, she took me to McDonald's drive through and I got a shake. I think I told this story, and I'm sure, in the room. But um, I was... I was sitting in the back seat for some reason. My, I had to sit in the back seat if I was going to go in the car with her, which is ridiculous because, like, we didn't even have seatbelts in the back seat. And I was doing that thing with a straw where you lift it up and down. Right. You know, so I was, like, going, like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, like I love that, yeah. And my sister screamed. And then she turned back, and she goes, Oh, my God. I said, what did you think it was? And she said, I thought it was a clown laughing. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that she thought like you were choking or something. No. <laughs> she thought it was a clown laughing. Like a killer clown had, had wedged his way into the backseat of the car? That's mm-hmm. wild. <laughs> yeah, of course that's wild. It's <laughs> wild. Do you, so uh, so McDonald's breakfast started mm. in 1972. First menu item was the Egg McMuffin. They went all day in 2015. Sarah, you told me the all-day breakfast was a, a, a thing you were in favor of. Oh, I was so excited because, obviously, I love the breakfast, um, but also, as a comedian, I'm not going to be up before 10.30. Uh, yeah, that'd be crazy. So, um... No one in comedy is, gets up Nick is at, a at 3, 6 a.m. regularly. Nick is three-quarters of the way through his day at, at 10.30 I know, I know. It's different once you start... Well, anyway. Right. Uh, once you start succeeding. I do have good, um... I have good, uh, memories of the Egg McMuffin, because my dad, when my parents got divorced, my dad, sometimes he'd pick me up really early before school, really, really early, like uh-huh. 6 in the morning, and we'd go swim at uh, the YMCA. Awesome. Yeah. Just went, just to go swim. Like first thing in yeah. the morning. Yeah. And then we would get an Egg McMuffin, and he'd drop me off at school. God, that sounds like heaven. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. What, I, a, what, a, what a dream for a kid. My, my, uh, my best friend Justin, his papa Jack, used to take us to uh, McDonald's all the time. Uh, his, his grandpa, his great guy, a very funny guy. Uh, and we would, uh, I would go and, you know, some, usually get the big breakfast. Cause he would, I, I remember, I don't know if he pushed it. I can ask Justin, but it, I, he was, I was always about that big breakfast cause he got pancakes and, and everything. It was great. Yeah. It's I like a big plot. That big breakfast is a big platter mm-hmm. with the scrambled eggs. And it, it's very, it's a very un McDonald's, especially for something that's been on the menu for a long time, a very un McDonald's menu offering, just yes. like a plate of food. I, 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 I look fondly on those days. I was probably six years old or right. seven. But uh, yeah, I, that that's kind of was my introduction to, to breakfast. I always loved McDonald's and had a few birthdays there. I, I love that. I love McDonald's breakfast. I do. I had birthdays. At, or I never had a birthday at McDonald's, but I did attend a birthday at McDonald's. I, I told you this, that <laughs> Grimace, came, Grimace came over to me on my birthday. I said this on the podcast. And then, and then my he's like, friend, son? <laughs> he didn't think I was his fucking son. My friends chased him away, and I was very sad about it. I, yeah. I was I was very upset about it. He wanted to hang with Grimace. I want to hang with Grimace, and they chased him off like a freak. Chased him away. That only happens in Quincy. <laughs> Chase Grimace. The kids chase him away. He runs for his life. I, I did once uh, uh, at, at a Chuck E. Cheese, I did have uh, like a kid went to hug Chuck. We, I had a plan with another kid, and I had uh, my friend hug Chuck E. Cheese, and while he did that, I tied his tail to a, uh, a chair. 
Nick, in what the hindsight, fuck? I was like, that was really mean. That I feel so bad for mean. that poor teenager in that suit. My sister, again, the rabbi, was Chuck E. Cheese when she was a teenager. Wow. wow. And it was all like tween girls flirting with her, thinking it must be a boy oh, in there. Wow. And she can't talk or anything. Yeah, right. She just has to like nod and look happy. Wow. Um, there's a, a, a dust outline of Nick. He's went to sign up as the role of Chuck <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it is inter- that that was like it that was like probably a progenitor of like furry culture. Like the oh, like yeah. all these furry mascots and everything and then the, you know sort of like making an impression on people of that age. I wonder if that's like You know what else Zubilee Zoo. You remember Zubilee Zoo? No, what is that? Oh no? Oh never mind. What is Zubilee Zoo? It sounds familiar. What it was like a, it was like a kid show. Where they were like Zubilee, you don't remember this? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna embarrass myself with this. Was this like a show that like just your parents did for you? <laughs> they like recorded in the basement on VH on VHS. Made you watch it? No, it was not a Brigsby Bear situation where my parents put on a fucking morning show for me. It was. Oh, it wasn't the premise of a movie that came out recently. <laughs> That's the reason I made that I made that joke because it was in my head. Uh, no, it, it was. It was. I think maybe an HBO show. You don't remember this? Google it up. Just see what it is. Zubali Zoo. Zubali Zoo. You'd be into it. Um, but yeah, you're right. I think I think it does come up. Zoo spelled Z O O in uh, both times. Yes, of course. I'm not making it up. I thought it might be Z U. Like I thought it might be Zubali, like Jubilee, and then the the zoo would be with a U. No. Okay. Fool. Well, they had a couple ways they could have gone with the bun. Only on one season. That's probably why it's such a specific thing that, that, that we're not remembering. That it's stuck in my what head. What year? Uh, 1986 to 87. So it would have been prime y- young Mitch. And it won Emmy for best drama. <laughs> uh, a Haim Saban show. The Power Rangers guy. Oh, the Power Rangers. Isn't he, ah. isn't, he, isn't, isn't, isn't he crazy in some way, the Power Rangers man? Uh, I'm sure anyone who made their billionaire billions by importing a, you know, a property and dubbing it over like probably is... I don't know. It's probably some. It's such a weird way to get to get extraordinarily rich that maybe he's gone a little crazy. I have no idea. The girl with all the gifts. It's a Saban movie. Check it out. It's a good horror movie. Oh, interested. interesting. Uh-huh. Anyways, that was a sidetrack. But you're right. I think a lot of furry culture was Chuck E. Cheese and and people being attracted to the the suits in some way. Right, because fursuits weren't always a thing. That like no. came like mascots. Like that was like a, a 20th century thing that I think maybe. I don't look. I have no idea. I don't know why I'm trying to psychoanalyze this. Um, but uh, uh, the uh, so so McDonald's. I, I love the breakfast. The thing I remember is that the the hash browns, which were so always my favorite. Are you a furry? <laughs> no, <laughs> but I don't have. I'm not going to kink shame anyone who is a furry. Right. What and about if you saw like the Fruit of the Loom guys? Would you like the fruit? Um, when you saw the apple. <laughs> <laughs> What would what 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 that is? I wonder if there is a culture for. I'm sure there is. People are into like fruit suits. Fruit suits. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you have a fruit suit fetish, hashtag fruit suit riot. Let us know. Um. The uh. So who's gonna who's gonna actually hashtag fruit? And suit are you riot? gonna check that hashtag? <laughs> we'll check. You song will check it. Um. 
I, f- I feel like there's, I mean, every, it feels like every fetish has some, some practitioner. So yeah, I'm, mm. I'm sure whatever you can think of, you can think of it. Someone's done it. But, uh, so like, I, I remember, I love McDonald's hash browns. And what I remember is they used to have the cardboard hash browns containers. At mm. some point they switched over to this thin tissue paper, but the cardboard ones you could stack. And I remember once in Cub Scouts, we went to get McDonald's for breakfast and I don't know what happened, but, but it ended up being like, kind of like a, a, sp- a game among the troop where we were trying to see how many hash browns we could eat. And so we kept ordering hash browns and then stacking them up into this, uh, what ended up being like a lightsaber length, uh, 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 like, cause you could, you could stack them up <laughs> like a lightsaber length hash brown this cardboard is, container. This is sort of thing. Lightsaber length. <laughs> this is the fucking lamest shit I've ever heard in my entire life. Nick. Look, it was one of the best warnings of my childhood. <laughs> Just childhood? Yeah. I don't think that yeah, moved yeah. over to adult life. Too. Yeah, right. No, you're right. That's fair. <laughs> Lightsaber length. And what did you do with it? Was it was his uh, favorite memory yeah. up until fucking the apple. <laughs> <laughs> then it became his second favorite memory. <laughs> and he has no other favorite memories. <laughs> it's those two. <laughs> um. And beating Final Fantasy IV. Uh, so uh, I love the uh, I love I love McDonald's hash browns. I love McDonald's breakfast. Uh, t- the, uh, today I went this morning. I went to the gym. Wow. Similar to your pool experience, I, right, I got a workout. Okay. I got a workout, and then I got an indulgent meal afterwards. Uh, and I went and I got a bunch of stuff. I'm actually kind of I use touchscreen ordering. I'm actually kind of upset at myself because of how much of this order I ate. But I got a few different a, a number of different things to try them. The triple breakfast stacks, which is a current limited edition item. Um, I don't know how long it's going to be on the menu, but it's two sausage patties, two slices of cheese, bacon, and a a folded egg. Um, And uh, you can get it with a biscuit, a McMuffin, or a McGriddles. I got it with the the biscuit, because the biscuit's my favorite. Uh, And it is heavy. That is a heavy, heavy sandwich. But Uh man, it is good. I will say, I really like the balance of ingredients in the normal breakfast sandwich and this mm. one might be just like a little too much it might just yeah. have a little too much going on mitch did you get yourself one of these triple breakfast stacks? i did i got a triple breakfast stack as well uh i did i got mine after i got out to the bar i did breakfast at night i did a, a breakfast at night thing and i also ordered mine through the mcdonald's app which i never use i use the touch screen in store yes uh, that app is that app is very nice. I never used that. I never used the app before. Mike Carlson showed me, and the app is awesome. Yeah, because you can. It's great. You can do whatever you want in there, and if, especially for you can do anything. You know, if you if you if you're a vegetarian, I think that you could like remove stuff easy, and and it's great. And then you just pick it up, and it's ready. They, you can pick it up. You can go. You can park into a par- in a in a parking spot, or you can go through the drive through. You can walk in and grab it. Got it. You have three options. Um, but I did the triple stack. I, I did it the McMuffin style. Mm. Uh, I, I, I liked it, but I agree with you that I maybe just like the regular sandwich. It's just so better. much. Yeah. It's just so loaded. Yeah. That said, all the, the, yep. the things are good, but it's just, it's, just a, it's just a lot to take in. That's a, there's a picture of it right there. It's kind of it's Mitch thick. is showing Sarah on his phone. It's two sausage. Sarah is inspecting it carefully. Are you grossed out by the sight of meat? No. No? It's 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 yeah basically two sausage patties bacon. No, everyone I know eats meats. So. Right. It almost looks like a right there it looks like a double cheeseburger. It does. It looks like a double cheeseburger with egg. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, it's a lot. How do you guys feel on the the McMuffin cuz cuz in ter- in terms of your uh, your bread surrounding whatever protein you got in there. You got your McMuffin, you got your biscuit, you got your McGriddles. 
And you've also got the bagel, which is available in some markets. How do you guys feel among the, the McDonald's bread options for breakfast? I love the biscuit option. This came later in my life. Mm. Yeah, it's really It was really always good. the English muffin, which is also good. I... I guess because when you toast something, it doesn't stay very well. So it's like the McMuffin's always, I mean, even the biscuit today, like if I were really to care the maximum amount for, of my eating enjoyment, I would have, since I had it here, I would have thrown that biscuit in the toaster oven for a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Put it back. It would have been incredible. Warm it up, crisp it up a little bit. I, I love the biscuit, but it is thick. It's, it's a, so... It's a very, very thick biscuit, which on top of the, the triple stack must have been insane. Also... Even, uh, I'm sorry, go on. I was just saying, I can't even imagine having the triple stack and the biscuit. It's it's too much. I will yeah. say this. the I love the biscuit. It, among, if you look at the, the calories on the menu, it is by far calorically the most, like even more than, than the McGriddles. What the McGriddles has added sweetness. Really? Yeah, it's the, the biscuit is so unhealthy. The McMuffin's your best, your, your best option cal- calorie-wise. Um, but the, uh, the McGriddles I actually like. Uh, the McGriddles, it's, it's, it's like an in-spots thing, though. Like, I think in general, I'll take the biscuit or the McMuffin, but there are times when I'm like, I want that McGriddles. I want that little bit of sweetness, especially with the, if you get it with the bacon, because yeah. uh, it kind of cuts against the saltiness nicely. Uh, if you think you ate a lot, I, I, will, I think I might outdo you. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll keep going with this. Right. Uh, uh, Sarah, I, I want to talk about your sandwich real quick. You got yourself. Uh, t- tell us, everyone, what you got. I got the uh, Egg McMuffin Egg one slice of American cheese on the biscuit. Nice. That's, it's great. And that's your standard order for breakfast? Yeah. Um, or I'll get it on the on the um, regular McMuffin, you know, the English right. muffin there. Mm. Right, but just the egg and cheese, um, and and that is as, as you know, it, it does it doesn't come. I'm surprised they don't actually just have like a meatless option that you have to specify that. You would think that somewhere on the menu they would have a, a no meat, just egg and cheese. Um, mm-hmm. But it, it, the the mix of ingredients still works for you. That combination is still satisfying. Yeah, egg and Ameri- like shitty cheapo American cheese is right. so good to me. I love yeah. it. I'm a big fan it's of American cheese. I'm a big fan of iceberg lettuce. I've said it on here before. I mm-hmm. like. I like some of the I like some of the things people consider cheap. American cheese is great. It's good. It's good for melting. It's specifically designed for melting. Mm-hmm. Melty. Oh, oh, oh. They, that's a, that's a, they they change it in food uh, copy these days. They say melty instead I'm not of melting. You've not American it, by cheese the way. is I think not technically cheese. I think it's like a cheese flavored product. Right. All right. I love it. Whatever. Whatever the hell too. it is. And and iceberg lettuce. And Nick, which I heard is having a comeback. Yeah, because no one wants to eat romaine anymore. Mm. Oh they yeah. Make you shit your pants. <laughs> I should probably get some. <laughs> you want to shit your pants? You said that there was a thing for everybody. <laughs> Just having soiled drawers? Oh, I convinced a good friend of mine that he he had gotten fired from Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And he was so bummed and he needed money. And I said, like, you have to pee and you have to shit. Why not make money doing it? And then he did. He like um, peed in a guy's mouth behind Fairfax High, like at the bleachers, for fifty dollars. That's a different escalation than I expected. And then he shit on a guy's head for one hundred and fifty dollars. But he said after that, it just it it didn't feel good. When you said that, I thought he was going to be like making like a fetish video or something like that. But just to actually be behind a high school directly <laughs> urinating into someone's yeah, mouth. Yeah, I mean is Craigslist, crazy. anything like that. You can just find tons of guys who want you to piss and shit on them. Oh my man, God, there there is there is something for everybody out there. I feel bad because I'm the one who convinced him. I was like, you have to go anyway. Why right. wouldn't you make want to make money doing it? <laughs> and but I guess there's a, another element to it that 
that made him feel not awesome. Yeah, for, I mean, yeah, I would just, I would be find it very difficult to shit on someone's head, and also I would like, I think that I think it would probably ruin the experience for them because I'd just be like. Are you sure? Like too many times when clearly it's something they want. They're like paying you money to do, but I'd be like, I don't. I mean, I don't have to do this. You know, as a boy, I, I, the boys used to pee on each. I feel like that was a thing uh, that happened. No, what? My friend Justin, the same guy who uh, who took me to uh, his papa took me to McDonald's. I remember he peed on me from a tree once. Oh, just as, yeah, I thought as, you were, as like a fun. Uh, no, I thought you were talking about like you like get in a kiddie pool and you like take you just like hose each other down. <laughs> no, you fucking freak. Okay. Yeah, just, not a freak. As Normal. a as a prank, <laughs> as a prank. Yeah, that, that's fine. Yeah, as a prank, that happens. Yeah, as a prank, boys will pee on each other and right. so on and right. so forth. If it, I had a penis, I would. I'm sure I would do crazy things with my pee. <laughs> I mean, it's good to you pee in the back of a car. Easy, you can pee into a water so bottle. Great. That is that's that's good stuff. I, I would that. need like a very wide mouthed. Snapple bottle of some kind. Right. Oh, oh, I thought you meant as a guy. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> no, as a woman. <laughs> All right. Or like once I did pee in a, um, with Steve Agee in a Pringles can. The acoustics was, inc- <laughs> they were incredible. It's really cool sounding. Was it not, was it messy at all? Were you, was it pretty contained? No, it was totally contained. Wow, I, I'm impressed. I, I, like the, the m- mouth of it, I guess. <laughs> the opening. <laughs> Uh, fit around my like vagina, um, fine. Wow! And then I just peed into it. And we would, I would pee into things just because it would make us laugh real hard. Right. <laughs> Makes me laugh just hearing about it. I think, <laughs> and also, it's a good pointer for anyone if you got a Pringles can. Yeah, keep one perfectly. in your car. Yeah. <laughs> So the uh, in addition to the I also got, I also got myself a hash browns as with the with the breakfast combo. Uh, Sarah, did, how did you feel about that hash browns? I first of all, I find it interesting that you're saying it in the singular and then adding an s. Yeah, he's, that was strange. How he's, did you feel about that hash browns? Is a singular hash brown? People got really mad at you order because of hash you said, browns. You said a hash brown. The chips ahoy. You said chip ahoy for a singular, which is such bullshit. That's wrong. That's incorrect. I know the brand is called Chips Ahoy. I know by Chip Ahoy for saying an individual one, I think is no, a good shorthand. No, that doesn't make any sense. Well, I'm going to keep saying it. All right. Whatever. I have to agree with Mike on this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, I wasn't crazy about it today. I think, hmm. like, if it's not hot off the whatever it's made in. Yeah. Right. It's not worth it. You it's, like, yeah. taste cold and chewy, and the oil was, like, congealed a little in mm. there and I just took it like two bites and then I was like this isn't worth it yeah it doesn't yeah. travel all that well um I my hash browns were delightful but I got I got them like you know I, I there's a McDonald's w- a walking distance from our apartment and so I got it home in 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 less than three minutes and and then mm. it was in my tummy well in my in my mouth first okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we know we, how eating works yeah all right we figured it was in your mouth first uh Unless you have some sort of bag that you directly insert into your stomach. Oh, man. No, I wouldn't want to skip the chewing part of eating. God. Uh, That's part of the fun. That's why I don't get the appeal of, like, Soylent or whatever. These people are just like, why do you want to streamline the, the streamline away the pleasurable part of eating? Like, the, the chewing and the having stuff in your mouth. You get the, you get the enjoyment out of chewing? It's part of it, right? I, I think more the taste in your the mouth. The taste, yeah. That uh, Obviously, taste is part of it, but the whole experience, it's like, it's like visceral. That's part of the fun. Okay. All right, Can thanks. I tell a joke? Please. Yeah, this, this is just like a jokey joke, but it made me think of it. This 
This is just how I remember hearing it when I was little. So this guy has his jaw wired shut, and uh, and so the doctor says, "Well, you've got your jaw wired shut, so um, we have to feed you anally. So for lunch, you're gonna have a a, a Big Mac, and then a, a Coke, and some fries, and then for dessert, hot chocolate." So he shoves up the Big Mac, and the guy goes, "Oh, oh, oh!" And then he shoves up the Coke. Oh, oh, oh. And then he shoves up the French fries. Oh, oh, oh. And then he shoves up the hot chocolate. And the guy goes, oh. And the doctor goes, oh, God, is it too hot? And he goes, no, too sweet. <laughs> Sorry, I giggled a little. Hurt my time. <laughs> That's a good joke. That's a great joke. I liked it. <sighs> Can you feed yourself it. that way? Feed, no. feed yourself rectally? Okay, yeah. <laughs> they did that in Guantanamo Bay, didn't they? Oh, it's like a real, real awful thing they that CIA was doing to prisoners they were interrogating. Um, yeah, war crimes were committed. Uh, but uh, so uh, yeah, I, I like the hash browns I got. They were hot and delicious. Mitch, your browns? Uh, my browns were good. I, I got I got the meal with the triple stack. And I got myself a large Coca-Cola. I love a McDonald's Coke. Mm. They have the best Coca-Cola of right. any fast food chain or restaurant. It's great. If you're having a late night the breakfast, that's a that's a fine option. I think in the morning is a little psychotic. Uh, well, yeah, it was it was it was it was nighttime. It was yeah. after uh, it was it was a Saturday night. It was yeah. like on a Saturday night. Um, but uh, they you, they told us why we, we talked about this before. It's like the, it comes in like silver canisters, right? It's the, it, like a the Coca-Cola isn't served through like the usual box or whatever. Right. It's got they've got some special apparatus they use for the uh, for specifically for McDonald's. Yeah. Um, that other chains don't have access to. And I thought the hash brown was good. Mine I, I had a bit of a drive, probably about ten minutes, but mm-hmm. the hash brown was still warm and good. I I really enjoyed it. Though I did eat a ton of food. Yeah. Well, well let's uh I will just say I also go with the combo. I got a small coffee. I just got a black coffee. I like McDonald's coffee. I think among mm. chain coffees, it's a very solid option. And you know what? I'll take it over a, a default Starbucks roast. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like like a Starbucks like blonde americano or something. If I'm going to get a, you know it, a a cold drink there, but just whatever their their Pike Place roast or whatever, give me a McDonald's coffee over that any day, and it's a better price point. Um, uh, yeah, Mitch, let's speed through the rest of our of our food binge right. we got real quick. Uh, so I got the hotcakes and sausage. You got that as well, correct? I did, but they forgot my sausage. Oh, they forgot your sausage. What a bummer. I got the hotcakes and sausage and with with butter and the and the hot syrup that it comes with this was my hot favorite syrup this was my favorite as a kid this was my my go-to sir have you ever had the hotcakes there mcdonald's hotcakes probably you mean like pancakes yeah, yeah. pancakes yeah. yeah they're called hotcakes there for whatever reason yeah they're great they're they're i, I, like I forgot how good they they're so good they're fluffy and delicious they must be very cheap to make yeah um because the they're they you know it's 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 like three dollars for the combo yeah uh but uh and where, do, where do they put the sausage because my were they under yours it just comes or? on the side on it the comes side. in that big platter and then yeah. there's just like the three pancakes stacked and then there's a little sausage disc over my, uh, my, the, my the sausage mi- is great with a little bit of the, the maple syrup runoff that's actually a delight go ahead Mitch. My, mine were my yeah mine mine were missing and also the pancakes were kind of cold i only had one mm. and then i I put it in the fridge and I ate the two the next morning for breakfast. Mine were great. piping hot. Did you mm-hmm. get? Did they cu- give you two sides of butter? Because that's what I like. They gave me like four. Si- they gave me like four things of butter. And Generous with the butter and 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 the, it benefits from it. Um, I also got the fruit and maple oatmeal, which I'd never gotten. Wow. Uh, and this is one where it's it's very uh, for oatmeal. 
it's very very thin. It's almost like milk thin, which is mm. which is surprising. But then they give you a a, a bag of uh, red and green apples. Hold your tongue. And they also give you a <laughs> uh, some cranberries and raisins in another bag. And then you throw that stuff in there, so that thickens it up a little bit. It's got a little bit of brown sugar. You throw the cranberry and raisins out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it, it's kind of a fruits, more of a, a fruit slurry with some oatmeal character. It's a pretty good oatmeal. I mean, like I'll I'll take it over, you know, some some of those uh, uh what are they called? Those all day oats they have at fucking what are the, what is that called? The slow oats. You know what I'm talking okay, about? Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking. They're like about. ready to cold eat. ones. The overnight oats. Yeah, the overnight oats. Yeah, that's stuff that they just got sitting there at some coffee shops and cost like eight dollars, and it's called like mush. Like I'll take the McDonald's oatmeal over that any day, mm-hmm. um, uh, but you know it's fine. And then I also got a mango pineapple smoothie, wow. uh, a little too sweet for the morning, off their McCafe mor- uh, menu, but uh, very nice. <laughs> uh, I like the you know it, it's actually got a nice icy character to it, which I which I like in a smoothie. Like you could really sort of I saw them put a bunch of ice in there to blend it up fresh, and um, and and you know that really came through. And it had a good mango, good pineapple flavor, a little syrupy. But what do you expect from McDonald's? One a good price point there. So yeah, all, all those were winners. Uh, Mitch, what was the rest of the food you got? I also got a second sandwich. I got myself a, a bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddle. Uh, McGriddles. It, McGriddles. This is one. If we're going to be pedantic about about a uh, uh, you know Jesus uh, whether something is plural or singular, the singular of McGriddles is McGriddles. But this is it's fucking a dorky McGriddles. shit. It's it not, is. That's the brand, McDonald's brand. A singular, a single McGriddles is a McGriddles. Oh God, I hate, I hate you so much. Fine, I got a McGriddles. Thank a you. A bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddles. What you said the weird hash browns thing? Yeah, I know. And we never even cleared. Well, whatever. I, I, the bacon, egg, and cheese McGriddles, and I don't usually get McGriddles, and I and I loved it. I I I I, I absolutely loved it. It's I, good. It's good with the bacon and the cheese. It was it was really good. This yeah. is where the pancake is the bread. The pancake, the pancake is the, bread, is the yeah. bread. And then I also did a sausage uh, burrito. The, the the which are tiny. How do you think about? How do you feel about that? I I like them. I, when I worked at the Simpsons as a, a which I mention all the time as a PA. Uh, I used to get, I had to, had to get McDonald's breakfast on Fridays. Right. And, uh, for Homer. God, I hate when you say this, you act like Homer was a real person, uh, which he was, um, <laughs> I would, I would always like the sausage, the sausage, uh, burritos would never really go. And I, and I, I always liked him and it comes with that, uh, the picante sauce. Yeah. Uh, which I love. It, it, it was good. It was. It's. It's. It, that's something that the the yeah the Mexican style salsa. It's something that if you if you uh, Mitch is showing a, pic- a hmm. picture. It looks like a little uh, there it is uh, little package. Let's and, see that like a ketchup packet of salsa. It's. It's. They're. They're kind of tiny. Yeah, they are little burritos. They're. Yeah. They're almost like clo- closer in size to a taquito than a than a traditional burrito. They're very small, and the combo comes with two. Yeah. I. I just don't love the tortilla on those. I think the tortilla is a little gummy, and I feel like mm. I'd, I'd rather just like get the uh, get the McMuffin or the the biscuit. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they're yeah they're not. I, I said that to. The, I was like, these are kind of small, huh? Yeah. And she said, Mitchell style is what we say. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Wally, my cat. Oh, Wally. He's a good guy. He watched me uh, all of this and was concerned that I was going to die. Mary yelled sure. at the phone. <laughs> I feel like Mary wants a cat. Really? Yeah, she'd be cool yeah. with Wally. They would get. They would be animal friends. Oh, that's nice. Um, 
So there was a lot of food. Yeah. I saved two pancakes for the morning, but I ate pretty much the rest of that. I was and by pretty much the rest of that. I mean, I ate all of it. I could have eaten everything, and I just had to stop myself. I like mm-hmm. I was there reached a point. Where I was like, I'm not going to eat any more of these sausages. I'm not. We're not going to eat any more of these hot cakes. I'm not going to drink any more of the smoothie. I put everything up in a in the McDonald's bag, the plastic bag they gave me because it was so much food for one person. And then I just literally carried yeah. it outside and threw it in the dumpster. I, I so I, I couldn't even fish it out of the trash. <laughs> I also got the big plastic bag. Yeah. Um. But but my thing with the McDonald's breakfast, I was like, you can eat, you could keep eating. I, I feel like when yeah. I was younger, I got a, a Mc, egg McMuffin. Was, besides the big breakfast, I do egg McMuffin a lot, and the hash brown and an orange juice. And I feel like I could just keep eating. The, I could eat three of those breakfasts. I, I mean, it's I so did. good. And they don't feel like they fill you up too much. Right. But I will say this: we talk about the Rumblies on this podcast. Oh a lot. yeah, the dreaded Rumblies. Uh, but. but <laughs> Egg McMuffins and or and or the hash browns are a thing that give me the rumblies. For sure. I don't know what it is. Makes your stomach rumble? Makes my stomach rumble. I've like always had I love it, but it's always caused distress uh, right. at some point. I it, it always it always does it to me. But it can be an expediter if you want to facilitate that AMBM. <sighs> AMBM? <laughs> yeah. God, that's awful. <laughs> Um, let's get to our final thoughts on McDonald's on that note. Uh, so Sarah, here's how this will work. We'll we each get, go around and we will give our summation of a lifetime of experiences eating at McDo- eating McDonald's breakfast, our closing argument, if you will, and then give a fork ranking. So this will be from zero to five forks, five being the highest. You are a guest. We will begin with you. Your eyes just got very wide. Uh, Don't worry. I, I'm not really sure I know how this goes. I mean, I do, feel like I've said all my McDonald's experiences. Do you want, do you want me to want me to do it? Mitch, I, Mitch I, can tee it up. I, I'll sure, tee sure. it up. Uh, I, I have a, you know, I've, I've had a nice long history with McDonald's. Right. I say Taco Bell is my favorite restaurant on the podcast, and I think McDonald's is, is right up there with it. I, I love McDonald's more than anything, and their breakfast is great it's different obviously yes uh uh, but uh but i still love it great times there with papa jack and my friend justin when i was a boy uh i love the egg mcmuffin i'm never up i never used to be up early enough to eat it It was a was a big issue once i got to my teens and 20s and so on uh but uh i love it i i i i they they do breakfast better than any other fast food chain right that there is i i five forks nick it's yeah. even easy five forks for me. Yeah, Mitch, I, um, I, and I'll go and I'll, I'll let Sarah see, take see how home. See how bad it is? It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it now. Yeah. Um, I, I also love McDonald's breakfast. It is wonderful. Uh, you know, I mean, I, as far as fast food breakfasts go, it's either one or one A. And this is maybe mm. what you'd expect to hear from the man from Quincy, not from the man from Southern California, not the SoCal surfer dude that I am. But I would say it's either it's either McDonald's or Dunkin' Donuts has the best breakfast in the fast food game. Ah. They are both uh, they are both just so solid. Emma, I was I, I was I wasn't even I wasn't even including Dunkin' Donuts in the fat in the fast food. I was thinking specifically like fat like Wendy's, Burger King, McDonald's, right. or whatever. If you put in Dunkin' Donuts, it's hard. That's harder for me. It's in that conversation. Though. Yeah, McDonald's is in the conversation. It's mm-hmm. so good. It's so satisfying. It's so specific. And I feel like, you know, they they've did not invent the breakfast sandwich, but popularized the breakfast sandwich. It was the place that you could get a breakfast sandwich in my town. There weren't like it wasn't like a small place, a, a small little shack that had a, an egg and cheese or whatever. And there wasn't any bodega uh, in Lakewood, California. Uh, and so this was a, a and and, you know, 
the specificity of all, of what they do um, is, is so. This, I, this is this is a, a this is circular, but the specificity of what they do it's so specific to them. Um, it's so McDonald'sy, and uh, and I'm craving exactly that. I'm craving exactly those hash browns. Sometimes I'm craving exactly that sausage biscuit with eggs. Sometimes mm. it's so great, and for that reason. And the other stuff I had too. The other stuff I had is solid and 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 works. And there's no reason for me to deprive McDonald's of five forks. McDonald's breakfast, wow. five forks, easy. One of the easier decisions I've ever made on this podcast. Uh, Sarah Silverman, your thoughts? Great. Um, you know what, McDonald's breakfast to me, it's like I know it's everywhere on the globe, but it feels like America. Right. Mm. It gives me a a good feeling. Um. I have good memories with McDonald's. They always come through. Now that they have breakfast all day, um, you know, I mean, to be able to get a McMuffin at midnight is an honor. (laughs) And um, I'm going to throw something in here that might not be okay, but I will say the one thing that Burger King does better are the French toast sticks. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, Interesting wrinkle. Yeah. But I'll go five forks. Five wow. forks. Wow. Welcome to the Platinum Plate Club, McDonald's. Wow. Breakfast. Does this mean McDonald's isn't in the Platinum Plate Club, but their breakfast, their breakfast menu is? is McDonald's right now. breakfast menu now in the Platinum Plate Club. Mm-hmm. Wow. We are in we are we are all on the same page. What an exciting moment for Doughboys. Easy. Easy to, like you said, one of the yeah, the one of, this is the one of the most exciting moments <laughs> in Doughboys history. <laughs> Nick, I think I can know uh, I think I know an easier decision for you is uh, to it's when we decide to end the podcast, <laughs> which will be soon-ish. Yeah. Within two years. Mm, probably. Right? <laughs> I think so. Do you think- I'll be recording from my house in Quincy, Massachusetts with my mom <laughs> when I move back home. I'll find a cabin in Idaho. Sort of be uh, be posted up there. Um, Skyping you, in. You going to do like a Unabomber situation? We'll see. <laughs> All right. Hey, you know. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This okay. isn't a wrapping it up thing. This is like starting a new. No, please. We're going to new, a little bit. We're going do. to a new segment. So. Oh, it's, it's not over. It's not over. No, yeah. I know. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, are there new fast food chains popping up? Oh, yeah. All oh, the yeah. time. Really? Yeah. What are some new ones? Um, well, I mean, like, like semi, semi new, mm. you would say like a chain like Chipotle came about and became nationwide in the past like 10 years or so. Yeah. But as far as brand, brand new, uh, uh, Blaze Pizza is pretty new. Blaze Pizza, Blaze I think, came new. about in LeBron's, the 2010s, LeBron's Pizza company. chain. And um, it is one of the fastest growing chains in, in America. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're, they're, they're popping up all the time. It feels like a lot, it was like fresh is the new concept. They're trying to like fresh made to order is like the new way they're trying to go. All these individual pie places, there's a big trend in that. Yeah. Uh, and hey, speaking of pie, it's the oh. return of a beloved segment. I've got a slice of pie, and my, Mitch and Sarah must divine a series of clues to guess what it is. The winner keeps the pie. The loser goes home empty-stomached. This is Pie in the Sky. I started singing pie, pie, which one is in the sky? Baked a pastry that was tasty, but a mystery which kind. And Mitch and Big Ass were giving it their best try. Guessing this'll be the type of this pie. This'll be the type of this pie. <laughs> okay, so you'll each take turns. So no, hold getting on. Getting increasingly more oh, obvious really clues. Good. Really nice the way you hit that 
last very low note. <laughs> oh, thanks. Not a trained singer, but I did my best. Have you? Has he ever called you Big S before? He's never addressed me, actually. That um, <laughs> is a name that some people call me. Yeah. Big S, yeah. I, it's usually, the, the lyric is usually our guest, so I just slotted Big S I, right I in there. I was delighted when I heard it. It, okay, made, it made me feel just that much closer to you. Oh, boy. How about that? Were you more confident in his writing skills when you heard that song playing? <laughs> that was in my packet. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so uh, you'll each take turns getting increasingly more obvious clues. You have two lifelines. She won't want to win. She won't want this pie at her house. Well, you can do whatever you like with a pie. You, oh, can, you, you get to have the pie? You yeah. get the pie, yeah. You if get to if the you pie. win. And is this only a pastry pie or could be a pizza pie? Well, you'll just have to... Okay. It's not a pizza pie. I'll say oh, that man. one. Oh, if he had gotten a pizza pie today, he would have been ruined right there if you said that. He would have. You, we, we would have seen a sign from him. It's in the pie family. You have two okay. lifelines. You have the smell test. You can you can take you can get get a blind whiff of this pie, uh-huh. and well, then you've got the pie on hand. The pie is here. Yes. Song has the pie, and you also can ask Emma, our engineer, for help. Um, uh, so that that's the other one you can go to. The, those lifelines are use them or lose them. Um, Sarah, you're our guest. You get to choose if you go first or second. And keep in mind, the first clue is the hardest. They go increase. They get increasingly more obvious as we progress. I'll go second. Sarah's going to go second. God. Mitch, you get the first clue. I always lose this game, by the way. Okay. The sight of this pie may make you raise your eyebrow or arch it, if you will. I have an answer. Yeah. I don't even need to smell it. Go ahead, Mitch. McDonald's apple pie. Yeah. Mitch, you are not correct. Wow. Second clue for you, Sarah. Usually made with apples, around the holiday season, this pie gets a sprinkle of fun. Usually made with sprink with apples, around the holiday season, this pie gets a sprinkle of fun. Sprinkle of fun. You can also you can uh, keep in mind you have two you lifelines. Have two, you, you have two smell lifelines. test. You can ask Emma. I'm gonna ask Emma. I have no idea what that even means, to oh, be boy. honest with you. Emma is clueless. I'm, I'm, try- I'm trying to like put it together. This clue is too obscure, clearly. I mean, it, I, I was positive it was McDonald's yeah. uh, pie. And then when you said it wasn't the apple pie, I thought maybe it would be the cherry pie. Then you said this is made with apples. It's seasonal. And then you said sprinkles. Now, yeah. sprinkles... Sprinkles, like a, like sprinkles, like like the rainbow sprinkles, or like like you put on like you, an this, ice cream. This is insane. This is my pie gets from a Emma? sprinkle of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I feel useless. I feel like I'm letting I'm letting everyone well, it used down. To be, it used to be phone a friend, but also it would. Ne- we did we ever phone anyone? Uh, Nathan oh. Barnett phoned somebody once. Oh, that's like right. Like a confetti cake. This pie gets a sprinkle of fun. <laughs> so do you, do you have a yes. guess? I mean, I would say, uh, uh, the only time I've ever seen sprinkles in a, well, that's cake though, not that's pie. That's not a pie. Apple. But if it's Mitch, he thinks cupcakes are pie. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> because I would say apple crisp, but that's not a that's pie. A that's a crisp. Mm. All right. Mm. 
You want to take a, you can take a guess if you want just a That was my guess. Apple I guess crisp I is not correct. Yeah. Uh, I think this next clue is not going to get us any closer to home, but here we go. I think just the, I think the issue is this pie is not known. Mm-hmm. Biting into this vanilla filled funfetti topped seasonal hand pie will make you exclaim I'm loving it. It's something Wait, from McDonald's. So it is like like confetti kind of. Biting into this vanilla filled funfetti top right. seasonal hand pie will make you exclaim, "I'm loving it!" Like this, funfetti cake. This this this. All right, I'm not gonna smell it because it's not gonna help me. Okay. A McDonald's birthday cake pie. Birthday cake pie is not correct, though thematically you are in the right ballpark. Mm, mm. Okay. Final clue for you, Sarah. It's from McDonald's, but it's not the apple pie. It's a seasonal variant that rhymes with holiday pie. <laughs> holiday pie. The McDonald's holiday pie. Sarah Silverman, you have one pie in this guy. Yusung is rushing over to get your pie. This is the McDonald's holiday pie. This can is a seasonal offering. We can all have a bite. Um, this, is, this is smooth vanilla custard inside a flaky buttery crust glazed wow. with sugar and topped with rainbow sprinkles. I've never actually had one of wow. these. So it is sprinkles. That's, right. That's insane. It never, ex- it never, this never existed. Yeah, this is a new item. Sarah, uh, I guess in an outburst of uh, excitement, excitement, elation over winning has stood up from the table and has gone to her kitchen. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know this thing existed. Apparently, uh, apparently no one knows this existed. I thought it was maybe more of a thing um, and maybe I was the one. <laughs> Sarah just dumped this out on the table. She got some forks. This thing looks like I'm a snacking a picture. Yeah, it looks like a hot pocket with some fun- funfetti on top of it. Doesn't look particularly appetizing. Uh, but yeah, I guess I'll take a portion of this. Ooh, ooh. Come on, everybody. Let's each prepare a bite. Yeah, I'm going to take a little bite of this bad boy. Emma, will you just pan me a... I got a corner here. All right. I guess we're not going to eat it at the same time. Oh, fuck. Did I fuck it up? I didn't know that's what we were doing. I'm sorry. Do you want a piece? Ooh. Mmm. It I, tastes like one like a home run pie with vanilla in it that you'd get at like the supermarket. Mine was mine had no nothing inside of it. It was a shell. <laughs> oh you had no cream in there. I had no cream. There's apples in this. No, there's no apples. No, that that was your first clue. Usually made your second clue. Usually made with apples. Yeah, what the fuck does that mean? Like pies are usually made with. Oh, apples? you're saying, but this time like a it's holiday not. pie. I conceded it was a poorly written clue. Yeah, it was terrible. Like holiday pies are usually. <laughs> this is delicious. That is pretty good. That is quite good. Uh, anyways, McDonald's holiday pie. That was pie in this guy. Just like a restaurant with all your feedback. Let's open up the feedback. It tastes like it's filled with sodium-free cum. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that. It did come from Nick. <laughs> I think my boys aren't made salty. With apples. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Beating that to death. This week's email comes to us from Cuba, a listener in Germany. Oh, and there's cool. a reason I picked this one out. It, it's kind of, uh, this, is, this is kind of remarkable that this one came into the inbox. I was delighted to see the episode on Loving Hut. Being A, vegan, and B, in Germany, I often cannot relate to a show 100%, but have been to Loving Hut twice a couple of years ago. Our, our buddy Raj Desai came on and reviewed this vegan chain mm. Loving Hut with us. Uh, on my last trip to the U.S. This, this September, I was able to follow your advice on veggie grill, chicken sandwich, Taco Bell orders, fresco style, and the Impossible Burger a ride on the Uncanny Valley roller coaster. My question, considering recent innovations like the Impossible Burger, what would it take for you to convert to the V side? Chain restaurant-like availability, perfectly imitated taste, which meal specifically, or veganism enforced by law, or not even that, looking at you, Mitch. 
So the question is: Is what, what would it take fuck? to what would it take to get you to be vegetarian or even vegan? I guess you German asshole. Hold on. This P.S. from Cuba. Keep in mind, this came into the inbox in October. Please find randomly attached a screen box of a screen cap of Tuvok, Tom Paris, and Sarah Silverman from the episode where the Voyager traveled to 1996 Los Angeles, and it looked like Tim Russ had just accidentally brought fast food to the set. My sister and I do a Voyager rewatch podcast in German. Included this picture. It's you, and the caption is "Breakfast is up." You are having a fast food breakfast on Star Trek Voyager. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Isn't that crazy? I'm confused this was by on everything. Last night, Weird. this episode was just on, on in syndication. TV, yeah, wow. and uh, I thought I'd watch it for fun, and then I got bored. I changed channel. <laughs> <laughs> but was a big two-parter. Yeah. I will tell you that the men in that picture, great guys. One I made out with in the show. Very wow. cool. T- uh, Tom Paris. Mm-hmm. One I made out with not on the show. Whoa. Tuvok. <laughs> wow. Way to go, Tuvok. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, yeah, so... Uh, so a hey, fun fact, I don't know. That's I a very it. fun fact. It. Add that to the Voyager wiki. Uh, so, Sarah, you are, you are a, as you mentioned, you're a vegetarian, but you do eat dairy, you do eat eggs... Um, uh, is there anything that would push you over to being full vegan? Is there anything that, 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 uh, or, or do you ever feel a moment where you're like, ah, oh, maybe I should go all the way? Yeah. I mean, it's not, cheese isn't good for you, but it's right. so good. It's so oh, good. Yeah. Eggs, I cut out, like this is the first egg I've had a really long time because oh, every once in a while I think about eggs and it grosses me out, mm. but eggs are in so many things I eat yeah. too. But I could, I mean, I'd like to do it if I could. Right, yeah, I, I, lo- I like I was a ve- I did do the vegetarian thing for a few months, and my issue was that I found myself gaining weight because I was just eating so much more car- so many more carbs, and my my metabolism is particularly sensitive to carbs for whatever reason. Or I mean, like a lot of people, um, uh, it's not unique to me. Um, but yeah, I was just eating like more potatoes, more sweet potatoes, mm. uh, and um, I don't get it. Like, are potatoes bad for you? I like I have like a baked potato sometimes. Every night I'll have a baked potato with the everything on it. I don't think they're they're bad for you, but I think if you are like trying to maybe to lose weight or uh to, to to maintain body i think they they're just a thing that can that has a lot of carbs in them but i, I think they're it's like better than eating like white bread sweet, like potato, carbs sweet potatoes sweet I potatoes are, i think are pretty helpful are pretty, are pretty good for you yeah, yeah. a hmm. big sweet potato um but uh yeah. yeah but i i would like i i think about veg going vegetarian all the time because the arguments against eating meat particularly like the factory farmed meat that we mm. that you get at a place like mcdonald's like it's just that argument is so strong ethically and also like environmentally, you know, that's the, that, yeah. that's a that's a whole other issue. Not just stuff on the land, but stuff from but seafood in particular is so devastating to the environment that I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it would take it would take much. It would just be tougher to do this podcast. Mitchell, what about yourself? I think I think I, I think it would be hard for me. I, I, I think I could maybe I can I can currently now move to like a meatless couple of days. I'm sure maybe one or two days a week. Right. It'll still be hard as hell. Um, but uh but I care about the environment. Obviously, I I, I would uh, I feel like that's something we'll probably have to do at some point. I, I think the I think the uh, non meat what what is it what is it called the the unbl- impo- impossible oh, burger. Oh man, so good! It's good as hell, right? <sighs> the it's impossible really, really burger good. is is I I if it, if it got to that point where I could eat a a Big Mac and it tasted like a Big Mac and I didn't know the difference, I would do it certainly. Right. No. So you need something to be absolutely perfect. You're not going to make any sort of sacrifice at all. 
I will. I just said that I would do a couple days. I, <laughs> I like I like to eat meat. I know that it's yeah. a fault. No, what do you I, want I, me to I say that, that's you know. Hey, that, that you're like a lot of people. I like to eat meat too. I I, ate, I told you I ate a, a lobster it, when good. I was back home, and it, it made me uh, it made me it's sad to see the lobster there. It's a fucked up thing. We used to race them in the kitchen. Aww. And 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 then you boil them. It's sad. I, I think of Wally and Irma. I mean, it does make me sad. But they I, scream. Yeah, yeah. They yeah they do. Yeah. God, what a grim gladiatorial spectacle that you're making in the, their last seconds of their life. They have to race on the All kitchen right. floor of the Mitchell home. Relax. And it happened one dropped time. Dropped into boiling water. <laughs> eaten. <laughs> to to be fair, you would want to be dropped into boiling water too if you were laying on the Mitchell floor. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, this is a one thing that we did when I was younger. I, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. It's it's a hard it's 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 hard to see. I feel bad for animals. I like them. I like them better than humans. I think that's true. Uh, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, there you go. Not all animals. What? Which one? Like a fucking cobra. <laughs> Give me a person over a cobra. All right. Fine. Fair. Uh, if you have a question or comment about the world of chain wrestling, she email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail or leave us a voicemail at eight three zero go dough. That's eight three zero four six three six eight four four. And to get the Doughboys double our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Play Club. Hold at on a Patreon dot com slash Doughboys. Kubo and his his one sting at me with his uh saying looking at me will make people go vegan. He was having some fun. Piece of fucking. German piece no, of shit. No, I think this is. I think you. I think you mis, uh, misunderstood what he was saying. He was saying, or veganism enforced by law, or not even that. Looking at you, Mitch, meaning you would break the law if, if it was it was illegal to not be vegan. Oh, that's okay. what he's saying. He's not oh. saying looking at you would make someone not want to eat meat. Oh, okay, all right, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Kubo. Yeah, lay off this guy. English is a second language. He's got a German Voyager podcast. Nick Give him was a break. in the middle of like. Wowing me with lip speed. I've never seen anything <laughs> he, like he, it. He 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 can read very fast. That's all I bring to, to the podcast. <laughs> That's my one asset. It's micro machine level like talk. It's I can crazy. get through the copy very quickly. Sarah Silverman, thank you so much for being so generous with your time. What a delight! Now what an honor done. to have you here. Thank you for reviewing McDonald's with us. Um, is there anything you would like to plug at this time? Nothing. I, we've got <laughs> twenty one episodes of I Love You America sitting on there on your Hulu. Check it out on Hulu. I wrote for half of them. A lot of fun. That's right. Yeah, check it out. I don't know. I got nothing to add to it. I know Ferguson. I know Ferguson very well. Hey, you know what? Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Oh, yeah. Thanks for a great 2018 to everyone out there in the Doughboys mm-hmm. universe, all of Spoon Nation, all of Burger Brigade. That's right. Let's say Merry Christmas again. Yeah, Merry let's say Christmas. Merry Christmas again. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> That'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time for the Spoonman, Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. What's up, Burger Brigade? Hey, Spoon Nation. The Doughboys are coming to you live in 2019. See us in San Francisco at the San Francisco Sketch Fest on January 18th. In Saskatoon, Saskatchewan at Winterruption on January 26th. And in Portland, Oregon at Listen Up Portland on February 16th. For tickets and info, go to headgum.com slash live. Do it. That was a HeadGum Podcast.